Sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kicker's podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to continue going through the legions for 30k, and we're going to go through the Iron Warriors. Before we get to that, though, we do about a 20-minute discussion on Kabanda. Um, Dan has a demon army. He was very excited about the rules release for that. Takes about 20 minutes. We do have the timestamps on everything, so if you're more here for the Iron Warriors, just take a look at the timestamps. You can see exactly where that begins. Um, as always, I'd like to put this in the beginning now instead. I do want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, you can find us on the podcatcher. If you do, reviews there really help us out a lot. We're also available on YouTube. Any likes, subscribes, all that kind of stuff really does help us out. And now, on to the show. All right, so... Uh, we are going to be continuing this week our discussion on the various legions for Horse Heresy, but we thought we'd do a, a short uh, derivation first because there was some interest in talking about what what is uh, what's his actual name? Kabanda. Kabanda. Okay. Yes, Kabanda. All right. Ka apostrophe Banda. All right. All right. So, uh, why don't you um, tell me about this demony boy here? Yes. Yeah, so they released Kabanda's 30k rules, um, which does one of two things. It gives us kind of like a 40k insight, because he's going to have 40k rules, and it gives us a preview into what demons can do, which is pretty awesome. Uh, for those who don't know, Kabanda is another general from Korn, but he's the smart one, whereas Scarbrand decided <laughs> to um, challenge Korn to a duel and got his wings ripped to shreds because of it. And then he got banished to another like universe as well. Basically, he got Kabanda's the smart, angry general, um, and he specifically, he has a very big tiff with the Blood Angels. He's one of the big reasons why the Blood Angels are the way that they are. In fact, side note, I know I'm going too much in the fluff, but one of my favorite side notes is that when um, a High Fleet, was it Leviathan? Oh my god, hold on. Who was Leviathan? It was when High Fleet Leviathan was basically going to kill Baal and wipe the Blood Angels from existence. Korn and Kabanda came down and went like, hold on, hold on. We want them as our playthings. And they actually fought with the, well, not fought with the Blood Angels, but they actually killed the Tyranid Swarm before the Blood Angels could even, like, mount a counterattack, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think it's one of the biggest fuck yous. Like, how do you go, what do you tell the Grey Knights? Yeah, so Korn helped us, but I don't think we wanted his help. <laughs> That's great. Anyway. So, oh, let's talk about Kabanda's rules a little bit. He is movement eight. He does have wings. We'll talk about that. So he has movement eight, weapon skill eight. So he's melee boy. Blisk skill five, strength eight, toughness eight, uh, uh, wounds eight, initiative six, attack seven, leadership ten, uh, and a three plus save all for 550 points. I should point out he's a demon. Um, and demons get the special rule that on turns one to two, they're plus one strength and toughness. Uh, on turns three and four, demons are nil, so they're normal strength and toughness. And then on turns uh, five and six, they're minus one toughness. Or sorry, I think it's turn five minus one and turn six minus two. Someone, Dave or Steve, can correct me as I... I, I don't know the demon always... rules. I haven't released them. It's, it's right there. No, it's, it's, in the, it's in the main rulebook. It's in the main rulebook. Oh, it's I in the main rule book. Um, I always forget if it's... Turns five it's... and six is minus one, turn seven is a minus Seven two. is minus two. Got it. Okay, okay. That was close. Nope. Um, and so he's got two, he's got a he's got two weapons his ornaments and his demonic wind which is great and then he's got a whole plethora of special rules 
He's got Animantium Will, which is a 3+, plus, which makes sense. He's corn. He's got Ethereal Invulnerability, 4+, plus, uh, Eternal Rivalry, we'll talk about that in a second, Hammer of Wrath, D3, Hatred for Sanguinius. Uh, it Will Not Die, 5-up, Miasma of Rage, Scythe of Hatred, he's a traitor. I mean, duh. Herald of Bloodshed, and a Skullkeeper, which is a Warlord trait. Um, so, he... Uh, uh, if uh, he's chosen, if he's chosen as the warlord, he automatically has a skullkeeper warlord trait, which basically says that uh, Kabanda and any unit with the demon unit type, and at least one model within six inches of Kabanda may add D three to the total number of successful wounds caused for purposes of resolving which side has won a combat. This does not stack with other rules that increase the assault result. In addition, um, you get an additional reaction in the movement phase. Um, so let's talk about this first. I like it. This helps whether you're losing or winning, by the way. Um, but I like this. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I, 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 he's a 550-point model. His abilities are going to be good. The, 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 you know, yeah. the, the, It is not surprising yeah. that he has a very good I should, oh. I should point out, by the way, demons, I'm not sure if they'll keep this with the new rules, obviously, but demons were always, they weren't fearless, but if they lost combat, essentially they took wounds that they couldn't save equal to the amount that they lost by, right? So it was very, and they took like uh, also perils of the warp, which is really bad. Um, so add, let's say you lost combat, adding a D3 can help nullify the effect of losing a combat, which is really good. So they had old school That's what fearless. Because old school fearless used to be you would take wounds. Yeah, oh, okay. Really? Oh, I got That's what that. it was in 40K. If you were fearless, you lost combat, yeah, okay, okay. you lost wounds. Okay, so yeah, they had old school fearless, which okay. this is good because let's say I lost combat by two, Right, and I roll a two. Good, they're tied. I don't lose anyone, which is good. It's, it's good. It's not bad. Steve, before I move on, no, it's not bad at all. Um, it's just a D three could be a very nice swing because I'll put it this way: in my space marine list, I'm always taking Vexilla on every squad because that plus one makes all the difference. I have won combats because of the plus one. Mm -hmm. So potentially plus three is a Big fucking deal. Yeah. And it's six, it's a bubble, which is nice. The ethereal invulnerability is a four plus invulnerable save. I mean, easy. <laughs> so his weapons, this is the big one. So the weapons come in two profiles. He's got a ranged weapon and a melee weapon, obviously, because he's got a whip and an axe. Uh, the ranged weapon is six inches. Strength six, AP two, assault seven, which is... Okay. That's one of the best guns in the game. <laughs> aside from the range. Aside yeah. from the range, it's one of the best Not guns the in the range, game. But yeah, he gets with it sick. He's whipping the shit out of something. Fuck. <laughs> and his axe is melee user plus four. So again, remember this can be modified by whether it's turn one, two, three. So it's either could be strength 13, 12, 11, or 10. That yes. Right? No. 10. yes. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. 13, yeah. 12, 11, 10. So the no, depending on the, which is all still good variants, by the way. Um, AP two melee, two handed, and sunder. So it's gonna really hurt whatever the hell it hurts. Um, I mean, he hurts in close combat and at close range. I mean, there's really nothing much more to say. Um, demonic. There is wind. more to say. Oh, go ahead. Skip down to the scythe of hatred. Oh yeah, we didn't get to that yet. Melee attack, so it makes sense. So to let's throw get it to it. Let's now, get so the reason there's nothing more to say, and then I meant to kind of his, he's got one more special rule, 
called the Scythe of Hatred. At the end of any assault phase, after the results of any combats have been worked out and Sweden advances and consolidation has been completed, Commanda can make a special Scythe of Hatred attack. To resolve this attack, the controlling player places a Hellstorm template with the narrow That's end of... Really yeah, Hellstorm is the big flamer, I believe, yes. Um, it's a flamer that ends in a 5-inch blast. Yes. <laughs> so you put the narrow end in contact with Commanda's base. Any unit with models underneath the template suffer the number of automatic strength 6 AP dash hits equal to the number of unsaved wounds caused by melee attacks made by Commanda during the preceding assault phase. Which is pretty fucking cool. Because if he's got 8 attacks, let's say he kills, what, 8 people? He's 7 attacks. Let's say, screw it, with no invulnerable size. Um, that's 8 strength 6 AP dash hits on everyone underneath the Hellstorm template. Which is not bad. Oh, it gets better, Dan. If he's fighting a veteran squad, it's unsaved wounds caused, which means each wound lost to instant death, oh, which well, is two per model. Well, yeah. I didn't even put two and two together. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's by yeah. wounds, not models. Yep. <laughs> so, wait. <Yeah>. He... <laughs> this is the most. Okay, this is probably the most anime or like. This is. Okay. Question. Have you. You remember the old God of War games, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me this is not ripped directly from those games. Yes, absolutely. I'm thinking to myself, like, if he fucking wipes just five Jesterian, that's 15 strength six hits. <laughs> okay, that's He's great. great. I, I love him. I did not put two and two together. That oh my goodness. Lord have mercy on my soul. Um <laughs> oh, demonic wings are demonic wings. Uh what do they do? They make them 14 and it's like yeah. basically it, like it, a jump it's pack a, or something. Yeah, it's a jump pack, but it's a jump pack it's 14. Yeah. yeah. Eternal rivalry. So if an enemy includes Sanguinius, the following secondary objective comes into effect. Basically, if Sanguinius is removed as a casualty while fighting in a challenge against Kabanda, Kabanda controlling player scores two victory points. This is in addition to any points scored for Slay the Warlord. However, if Kabanda is removed as a casualty while he's fighting in a challenge against Sanguinius, the demon of the Rune Storm player loses one victory point. So just more for fluff. Doesn't literally affect anything unless Sanguinius is on the table. So it's kind of those, oh, this is cool. Uh, and then Miasma of Rage. Now, what's really cool about this, for those who don't play demons, uh, like Dave and, I guess, Steve, uh, my Asma Rage used like literally to, almost yeah, everyone listening. Well, no, no, there, there are some demon players in 30k that are waiting. Um, my Asma Rage was actually an original ability that they used to be able to take um, um, from the original 1.0. And what's really, really cool about this is this actually changed pretty well. So let's talk about this. So Kabanda with any models with Kabanda and any models with the Rage X or Rampage X special rules within 12 inches increase the value of those value of uh, those rules by one. So for example, if you have Rampage D3, it becomes Rampage D3 plus one. If you have Rage 2, it becomes Rage 3. Um Note that this rule affects the Rampage D3 granted by the Crimson Fury Etheric Dominion. And this is what I wanted to talk about because this is a very big hint into what demons are going to do. So Crimson Fury was the basically the corn uh, area of Dominion. And what Crimson Fury used to do was it used to grant Fury to infantry and cavalry used to gain Hammer of Wrath. Um, what it seems to now do is I think... I mean, according to this, it says granted by the Crimson Fury Etheric Dominion. Apparently, now that if you're Crimson Fury, your models get Rampage mm -hmm. um, instead of Fury, which is an interesting change, in my opinion. I'm not sure 
how I fall on this. Well, it's it's tough to say for sure because we don't know the rest of it. So it's it, exactly you'd be coming at it from a very a very ill informed well, spot. Put, so so I let's say take a ten man unit. Right, they used to have rage too. So that would or they used to have rage, which is plus two attacks. So a ten man unit charging, we get thirty attacks. Right. Here, if a 10-man unit's charging a 20-man unit, the average on a D3 is a 2, yep. right? You're going to get three attacks anyway, with the possibility of getting four attacks each or then um, uh, uh, three attacks. You know what I mean? So it, 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 I like it. It, it, gives, it has the ability of getting higher, middle, or a little bit lower, which is fine. I don't mind this. It's kind of like a horizontal buff. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's one of those no, horizontal. It, it, it's a sidestep. It, it, it yeah. did not necessarily get better or worse. It it's, just changed. But again, uh, you know, without yeah. having the rest of the demon stuff, it's kind of hard to say. Like we know exactly. Um, one spot, like if he's your, if he is your warlord, you have to take this particular um, dominion. So that uh, in his detachment. So exactly. we know that's a force yeah. thing. But what it means, unfortunately, who knows? We don't know. But it's a kind of cool. I should also point out, by the way, with the rules, it also came out with the new gargantuan rules as well. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. demons are not super heavy, they're gargantuan. For those who played old seventh, fifth, and sixth edition, um, which is really interesting because they're basically superest monstrous creatures. Um, just to kind of go over the rules real quick, uh, gargantuan units have eternal warrior and fearless. Um, they cannot be negatively affected by characteristics. Although, again, that makes me wonder where they can be affected by their demon rules. Uh, hold on, after my special rules. I wonder if that means that they can't be affected by demon, like the demon modification, up or down. Do the, oh, no, it says negatively. Huh, that's weird. Yeah, that's... Uh, so, no, to yeah. me, off that's of that, assuming, you know, demons having that rule, then no, he can't have his stats lowered. But he can go higher. Oh, that's, yes, because okay. it does okay. say negatively. Turn one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, models can uh, pass automatically dangerous terrain. Uh, they can't end it impossible. Um, they count as 10 models uh, for outnumbering another unit. Let's see here. Oh, la- <laughs> they can only react to armagers or higher. Well, I guess dreadnoughts are smaller. Yeah, so dreadnought, armager, primark, vehicle of eight wound characteristics, eight or more. So <laughs> can't react you know to the Oh, never mind. It wouldn't. That doesn't happen because eight. For yeah, me. I was gonna say. I, they can't I was wait. gonna say the Dark Angels thing. The uh, Exendio is immune, but no, that's not true because it has nine wounds. I think it has nine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, successful wounds scored by poison or flesh pain that have to be rerolled. That's very normal. Um, it may attack with all of its weapons in the shooting attack. So this doesn't really affect Kabanda, but just in case there's another gargantuan creature later on. Um, they can attack with ordnance weapons as per normal. Um, they can't be joined by anyone. Oh, a model with this gargantuan unit ignores all effects, both detrimental and beneficial, of all psychic powers and cannot be wounded or affected by any attack with psychic focus special rule. Weapons with the four special rule that are used to make attacks against the model with this gargantuan are not affected and resolved normally. Oh, oh, okay. Um, it, I should also point out that he's unique, which that that that's that's a normal. Yeah, 
Yeah. So overall, I like him. He's he 550 points. He's a Primark level. Like uh, Primarchs are what 400 to 600 points or six, 400 general, Primarchs points. Primarchs like 460. That's yeah, a pretty so he's, safe zone for Primarchs. About yeah, 460. He, and he's a, pretty much a Primark. He, um, I, more, I mean, he's more points, yeah. but he is better than a Primark uh, off of yes. base things. He does more. I mean, he can't choose like who he kills like a Primark can, but who gives a fuck? Like. He's Kabanda. <laughs> uh, no, he's better than a Primark. It's that simple. Yeah. What he has, I mean, he has no, better strength, better toughness. He has more wounds. He has uh, probably more attacks than most of them. Yeah, but a Primark can't. A Primark can choose, pick and choose who he kills. So, like, you can theoretically put fodder in front of Kabanda, whereas a Primark, you're like, no, I'm killing him, 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 and him. Yeah, yeah, but, so, but but here's the thing. I don't think that works that worse, way. By the way. I don't think that works that way in terms of oh you know put fodder in front of him. Okay, I killed that squad of guys. Now I'm gonna play my lay my fire um, my hellstorm template down, and I'm still gonna be hitting all the rest of your units. True, true. You know true. you you, you put like a them. squad of guys in front of me. I'm gonna kill most of them. The rest are probably gonna run, and then I'm gonna put the template. <gasps> you're gonna sweep because you're gonna hold on. I gotta look at the main rule book unless maybe it's under like the Mechanicum rules. Are there stomps in the main rulebook or no? No. Think... no. Okay. No. Okay, okay. Nothing. Okay, okay. But no, I so mean, maybe it'll be in the points in a Primark, yeah. so it makes sense that, you know, yeah, pound I like pound, him. he is better yeah. than a Primark. You know, him fitting army. I, you know, when you start getting to some of these points levels, it's hard to judge the model because of, you know, how, how expensive it is and how far beyond in certain ways, but I mean, he is he is exceedingly strong. You know, he's yes. what, fifty points cheaper than Horus Ascendant. Horus Ascendant is nuts. So, <laughs> no, I like him. I like him. He's really cool. Um, I didn't buy him though. I know I promised podcasters I'd, I'd buy him. Be, yeah, I didn't realize he'd be. Um, I thought he was going to be around the three hundred range. To be quite honest, what, what two hundred three hundred? I, I thought he was three hundred something. Uh, no, no, hold on. I meant like two hundred. Well, second here, Forge World. Open up Forge World. He came out to. I thought it was. 30. Oh come on, Forge World. Like really? Thirty. You don't remember that I live in the U.S. There he is. Uh three hundred yeah, thirty. Actually, yeah, so oh, three thirty. Yeah, he's not as bad. I, I'll definitely order him. I'll definitely, I like him. I will say I like him much more with the helmet on. By the way, I think him with the helmet on is is a thousand percent better, in my opinion. Like his helmet is beautiful. Yeah, he, You're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I like him better without the helmet. But it's not bad if you put him with the helmet. No, he, he's the price point I thought he would be. I mean, it's going to be a big oh. model, and let, let's face it, they they like to do premium is? costs. His base size it's a it's a night base. It's a 170 mil oval. Oh, uh, 170 mil. Yep, it is. Okay, which makes him on par with old demon behemoths, which makes sense. Okay. Okay, I like him. Like I said, cool rules. Love it. Nothing more to say about that. Right. Can't right. wait for demon rules. Uh, unfortunately, we have no idea how long you're going to have to wait. Um, so the two biggest rumors are either when Kabanda finally does sell, that's when demons will get release rules, or when the demon codex drops for ninth uh, edition. Which, people, like, no one knows when the demon codex is dropping because they've released or they've leaked so much information so you know how people like leak codexes yes. early 
or sometimes OBP. And usually that codex is then released a month later ish, right? Yeah. It's not never like um like a year out. It's usually like a month out. So we haven't gotten pages yet of the Demon Codex, but we got a book cover, and then now we're actually getting like some leaked rules. So I'm gonna definitely say either a month or two out. I, I, That's gonna be my I prediction. think it's at least probably like two months out, honestly. I don't think it's as close as some people think. Hmm. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they did fire okay. like a bunch of playtesters and stuff like that because they want to stop some of these leaks. So it could just be that they removed some of the problem. Sure. That's absolutely true. But I will, if not in their, their sort of timeline, they talked about a little later in the year, some additional rules. So they might drop when, you know, Soul Auxiliary and all those people get their rules. But hopefully sooner. But yeah, we'll yeah, that makes sense. All right. So we are now going to shimmy over and go over and discuss the Iron Warriors. So again, we are going through the legions, at least for the time being, in order. We are now up to the fourth legion, so we're up to the Iron Warriors. Um, does anyone I, I did not normally I, I try to read the fluff ahead of time to get more comfortable with it because some of it's just been a while since I've done it. Yeah. Um, did anyone go through and either read the fluff or feel comfortable enough talking about it at the moment? Well, I mean, Steve is probably gonna take this one because Iron is, Warriors. Yeah. That's fine. I will legion. say before Steve talks though, I will say the Iron Warriors suck and you know what? They're just the worst Legion. You know? It's okay. At least I play a Legion army and have rules. It's true. You actually have no rules whatsoever. All right, Except Kabanda, which you don't own. Kabanda, which I don't All own. All right. Iron so Wars, the Steve. Iron Warriors, the Iron Fourth, the Corpse Grinders. Um, arguably the best Legion of all time. They had amazing, amazing recruitment. They have the purest gene seed. And they have an exceptional bionic acceptance rate, meaning that when they take casualties... They can quickly replace the lost limbs and replace the like the dead dead casualties. Um, Ultramarine players are screaming at you, by the way. <laughs> that's okay because their bionic acceptance rate is not as good. Um, yeah, so the Iron Warriors, they are the workhorse legion of the Crusade. Essentially, whenever there was something like, "Hey, this kind of sucks," that's going to take a lot of casualties, a lot of just raw brute force. Call up the Iron Warriors, make them deal with it. And then take the credit for yourself. So the Iron Warriors, even before being reunited with their Primarch, became very, very stubborn in their approach to war. Um, essentially, once there was a battle plan, they followed the battle plan and just kept throwing forward material until either they were dead or their enemies were. This led to many Imperial Army regiments requesting to not serve alongside the Iron Warriors, and this eventually led to them mostly having penal regiments assigned to their use. Um, once Pergrabo joins them, he looks at his combat record and goes, wow, you guys, you guys are disappointing me. You're so wasteful. And he orders decimation of the Legion. One in ten Legionnaires, regardless of rank or status, is put to death by the other nine of his brothers. Um, so everyone's like, oh my god, Pergrabo's a dick. Yeah, a little bit. He's so there's no love. Yeah, there's no love harbored for the Primarch, and the Primarch himself is not very um, affectionate. He definitely struggles with the peep in this people skills department. Part of his issue is that from the beginning he was utilized as a tool more than anything else by his adoptive father, the tyrant of 
Locos? Oh, it's been a while. I think it's Tyrant of Locos. Um, the ruler of Olympia. And when the Emperor comes by, picks him up, he's like, ah, finally, my real father's like, yeah, I need you to go fight this war and lose all your men. And he's like, oh. <laughs> real feel all bad wants to, Yeah, all Perrebo wants to do is build architecture, erect great monuments, and things like that. He wants to be Dorn. And, like, him and yeah, Dorn no, would have no, been the best of goddamn buddies. Not at all. So Perturabo wants to rectify places of culture and art. Um, in Angelic Sermonatus, he actually shows off um, plans on an amphitheater he designed, and Fulgrim convinces him to build it on some random backwater world, and Perturabo manages to pull together all the materials required, and I think it took him like a day to build an amphitheater large enough to host a legion. All for some weird, just pompous ceremony Fulgrim wanted to go through. Um, he loved art. He loved science. He designed a lot of cool shit, including this beautiful tank called the Tormentor, which is his personal transport. And I feel like I'm going on a very long tangent here. No, Iron Warriors, they get shit done. Um, One of the more tragic no arcs. They, like, he is. Yeah, um, I, I will say out of all the tragedies. He gained consciousness he was haunted, like literally haunted by the eye of terror. Um, he looks up at the night sky and he just sees it staring at him no matter where he goes. Um, anyone that is subject to that will probably go at least a little paranoid. And he's actually the one that coins the name, the eye of terror. At that point, it was just warp anomaly, blah, 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 blah. He flies up and he's like, yeah, this is called the eye of terror because this shit's fucking it's fucking with my psyche, man. Stupid question. Uh, mm -hmm. 40k. He's the only... Well, I mean, they're all... All the Primarchs in 40k uh, Trader ones are demonically infused, but I feel like he's the only one not blessed by a certain god. Or I don't, wait, is he demonically infused in 40k? I don't think he's a demon prince in 40k. He, he is classified as a demon Primarch in 40k. He does not follow any specific god. Okay. His view of um, the warp is that it is a tool to be utilized Shocking. and bent to his will. I'm shocked by this. <laughs> yeah. He actually did get along with Magnus very, fairly well. Um, he was not present at Nikea, so we don't know for sure whether he truly would have voted against the Librarius. We know what but he his own But his own legion did not have extensive use of psychers. Um, so he was given a vote of Pro censure um, in absentia. But yeah, um, he he is the reason the Imperium is alive today. As a matter of fact, um, so some spoilers for one of the Siege of Terror books. Um, the Iron Warriors once again get put to work. They are not thanked, and right when it's time to seize glory, it's like Horus goes, "Hey, cool, Mortarian, uh, take over for." Uh, Perrabo here. Naturally, Perrabo gets fucking pissed and he says, You know what? I don't want to fight this war anyway. You motherfuckers are bringing demons into this shit, and that's not what I'm here for. I'm out. Because um, mm -hmm. from the beginning, Perrabo's entire reason for rebelling was because. How do I explain it? It's Daddy like World War. It's like World War I. <laughs> um, in World War I, countries joined the war 
because they wanted to sit at the bargaining table at the end of the war when they won to extort things from you know those they conquered, right? That was Perdurabo's reason for joining up with Horus. He wanted to to join with the side that he thought was going to win and would understand his position and use it as leverage when they negotiated a peace um, to improve his legion status. Except he got, he got stuck, stuck with, with the warp. Yep, full grin. Stuck with the warp infused assholes. Yep, yeah. and he be- and he beats up like two thirds of them. He smacks Fulger in the face and beats him to shit while he's transforming into his demon Primarch form. While his own energy is being sapped, um, he is the one who has to wrestle Angron into joining the war on Terra. He just he fights everyone for good reason. He's underappreciated. Oh, good reasons for sure. It is a cool legion. As much shit as I give the Iron Warriors, the only reason, by the way, little side note, the only reason I give Iron Warriors so much shit is that they are everyone one of plays them around popular, us. Yeah, they are the more popular legion to play, and it's funny enough not because of rules or like they're more powerful or anything. It's only because they're the easy. I dare say, and Steve could correct me on this. No, they're, the they're the easiest legion to play. Sands the hazard stripes. They're one of the um, more they're, easier they're legions. Pretty straightforward to paint. Yeah. Um, Silver with I black. Do the lore. I do it for the lore, but I will I will say the painting ease is definitely a reason to I have continued with them as my main legion. Yeah. It makes them a little more popular, which is fine. I'm not I'm not shitting on people for choosing an easier I just it, like it. And painting is always like, as hard as you make God, it. We're in New Jersey, right? Yeah. And every goddamn oh, yeah. event. New Jersey, New York, like that. Yeah, tri- and the tri-state area, area. area is bitter and uh, salty. Everyone so is an iron warrior. A natural draw. Yeah, yep. everyone's a fucking iron warrior. Now, what's funny is like people bring different lists. Of course, like I've played against Brett, who likes to bring lots of um siege breakers. Someone, please correct me if I'm saying their name wrong. Iron siege terminators. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so he brings a lot of those, which are really fun to play. I know I've played against Steve, who likes running his infantry. Um, I've played against um, oh, fuck, who's the iron? The guy who brought a lot of tanks. Um, Nathan. It was Nathan, I can't remember. But yeah, he brings a lot of tanks and dreadnoughts. He's the one who has the beautiful dreadnoughts on desert bases. Is that Nathan? No. Oh, Lou! There it is, Lou. Yeah, I was going to say. So yeah, I've, I've played so many different armies of Iron Wars. I just find it funny, like, everyone's an Iron Warrior. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I, I mean, oh, yeah. for the games I've played, at least out of, you know, like, Red Seal and stuff like that, I want to say there's, like, seven or eight people playing. I don't think anyone chose Iron Wars. I don't believe so. Oh. Yeah. So, so so far, so far, no one. Has Again, heard. not shitting on people who chose Iron Warriors, yeah. but I was just like, God, it's like the um, uh, no, so, but they're good, they're good. I like. All right, why don't we get into their Legion trait here? Um, That's... who wants to take the Legion trait? Maybe, uh, Dave, I'd say you. I'll do it. I, yeah, you got it. With me. So their Legion trait, Rack and Ruin. Says when a model with this special rule makes a shooting attack or a melee attack, targeting a model with the dreadnought, uh, automata, vehicle, or building unit subtype, it gains plus one the strength of that attack. So um, essentially, for the things that you need more strength to hurt, because your infantry, you're not going to need it if you're going against a space marine or one of Dan's crazy things that he'll run instead. You don't need it against the regular guys. You need it against something bigger. Um, oh, they're automata. Hold on, they're automata. Automata. Yeah, yeah. It, it not is, but not everything of yours is. Like you have some smaller things that aren't. But again, the smaller units you don't right, have to. T six. So. 
the strength bump to T to strength five against T six goes from wounding on sixes to wounding on fives. Yes. Yes. Um, you can glance a rhino to death from the front or even explode it from the rear. Which is hilarious with just a bolter. Yeah. Mm. And it, it um I, I mean at I'm least strength. from my perspective, because I've been playing against uh um Iron Hands quite a bit. It's a nice kind of counter to theirs because they lower your strength of your weapon by one, which means that for the heavy oh, things, yep. you're not even you're having a, a struggle to even hurt them. Where this is mm -hmm. a nice uh, nice option to that. But again, that's just because I've been playing against a lot of uh, Iron Hands. Yeah. Um, but even str like strength ten las cannons against a vehicle, that's fucking scary. Yes. Oh yeah, it it, it works exceptionally well. Yeah. Um. I've converted a great many what would be lances, uh, glances into penetrating hits just because Iron Warriors. Yeah, it, it's a very straightforward, brutal rule. Yes, yes, it's very dependent on your opponent's <laughs> makeup, but I don't think this is actually what defines the Legion playstyle. Funny enough, no, I I agree, and I, honestly, I would even I, I would slightly disagree, and even like, oh, it depends on the army because. Everyone, I've not yet seen someone take literally all infantry and no vehicles, Me. no automata, no dreadnought. You haven't taken a dreadnought yet? I I took right. two box dreads and that's it. Okay, that that's done. all I've done all so right. far for dreads. And they're tough to six, by the way. So yep. now, yeah. So now you're, yeah, you're wounding them on fives. So yeah, no, I like it. It's a good trait. So it sounds it basic. It won't help against normal contemptors, but it absolutely bails you out against salamanders. And Iron Hands. Well, it, like salamanders also... Salamanders is reduction to um, the wound rolls with flame... Like, fire attacks. Like, flamers, meltas, plasmas. Which usually knocks it down, you know, to the next tier for strength. And the bonus to strength usually counterbalances it. So, plasmas normally wound on a 4. Salamanders make it a 5. But then Iron Warriors brings it back to the... Yeah, essentially, because it goes from yeah, really good. Yeah, seven I, I, on seven I, to eight on seven. So, yeah. Well, I, I, like I said I ain't got a problem with it. I like it a lot. No, I, none of these are going to be bad. Um, yeah, true. Are, but it, it, yes, it doesn't help against say your contemptor with your guy with your bolt or anything like that. But it does help for some of the uh, heavy whether bolters, we call it heavy weapons or bolt special heights. weapons. Those the ones that kind of sit in the middle. So take like say heavy bolters for instance. Okay, your your heavy bolters, you know, you get a good amount of shots from your squad, reasonably cheap from the heavy weapon squad that has them, and you're pretty good at hurting the infantry. But anything that's heavier, especially say like your contemptor, because I mean it's in the box, it's one of the kits coming out soon, you're gonna have those. It, yeah, it struggles more against them. Okay, the plus one strength there is gonna give you a little bit of a bonus. I know at least me and some other people are playing against um, a lot of Volkite because Volkite tends to be a little bit stronger. But you have Contemptors at, say, 7 or the Leviathan, especially because they have the new one um, coming out, sitting at 8, where some of these weapons might not even have a chance to hurt them. Well, at least now you either have a chance or you have a better chance. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll put it this way. This Legion rule makes me actually want to run autocannons. Yeah, because yep, now they're strength eight. Yep, they could actually <laughs> accomplish something. I was gonna say even so. Can you take assault cannons as Iron nope. Warrior? I am oh, not oh, an Imperial yeah. Fist. I am not a Blood Angel. Blood Angel. I, mean, I can take the uh, carries assault cannon, but that's I think it. 
Yeah. Oh, okay then. Yeah, but no auto cannons. I could see like a squad of auto cannons. Also, in their strength, mm-hmm. eight wounded contemptors on threes, I'm and I think they're dying rending for that weapon set to drop. Rending five up, six up. What are they? They're it's shit. Sixes. It's six. Yeah, that's still good. Yeah, but that's but still shit, man. the strength. The strength eight is plenty because now I'm doing instant death to regular marines, um, and just like things like that. It's just they, nice. don't, they don't. It doesn't get it against marines. Oh right, Shh. quiet. Shh. Let me cheat, Dan. <laughs> It, it feels like they don't oh, yeah, no, have like, to worry I'm wounding about... dreads on threes. Yeah. And... No, it feels like they don't have to worry about the heavy, the heavy, the really heavy weapons as much because you'll get a bonus yeah. on your things that are a little bit lighter, or and potentially often a little cheaper. What's even stupid cool, by the way, about this little even side note about this is it, this also affects planes. So, like, if you take the Xiphon fighter, the Xiphon interceptor fighter. Mm-hmm. Which is literally just an anti-tank plane. It's two two-shot Laz cannons, right? Now our strength ten, and it's like take a hundred point. How much is a Zyphon? Zyphons aren't that. They're one hundred five. So you have. Let me. Uh, so you don't. Hold on. Someone talk while I look this up in five seconds. I got to command F this motherfucker. The problem is, so you want to say Zyphon in the PDF loud while you look it up. You okay. Have to be no, able to no. Up I thought the Zyphon was in the if PDF. You look up in silence, it would work. Right. Um, now, Zyphon, the Zyphon's in the in the rule book, not in the PDF. Yeah. So I can't even look it up. Uh, um, but yeah, like the Zyphon all of a sudden has strength ten last cannons and a missile launcher that's now strength nine. Like that, it's just it's such a good buff to just everything. Yeah, because yeah, vehicles get a tune at this edition. So like predators, oh yeah, oh my god, triple strong guns, mm, triple last cannon predator. Yeah. God, even or the fucking land last. Land Raider, yep. Yeah. Even the Land Raider, fuck, man. No, it's good. I say, it's I'm, good. I'm much I more... Um, okay, I mean, yeah, get, oh, my weapon strength 10, that, you know, that's nice. I'm much more excited about sort of the, the middle things that it can do because it feels True. like, you know, it feels like then you can compete with that. My last cannon going to strength 10 is going to help me, again, depending on the list, it's going to help me in a few spots, but in many cases... My nine was probably getting me through what I wanted. Um, yeah, if, if someone's running a, a, a Spartan or something like that, okay, that's another story. But okay, I took out your Spartan. All right, but now what? Um, whereas I, I think the, the the middling stuff, what I might call that, I, to me that seems more exciting. I agree. Like the auto cannons, heavy bolters, because yeah, they're the, ones the that really dumb one. A little bit more. Yeah. Crack grenades. Go up to strength <laughs> seven. Oh, that's right. So now wound contemptors on fours. On fours. Because mm. the problem with the contemptors' durability is that it's fives to hit, and then fives to wound, and then twos to save. Yeah. This at least helps if you end up. I don't. I don't recommend getting yourself into this spot, but if you end up in that spot, it helps. No, I like it. Yeah, it, it, it helps. It helps give you that chance. And your at least your normal guys can actually hurt a Leviathan, because otherwise they don't stand a chance. But yeah, those guys are nuts. Love it. All right. Um, why don't we go on to their advanced reaction? Who wants to take the advanced reaction? Even me. Dan was excited for that. Yeah, one. Yeah, I like this one. I've seen this one. Excited, yeah, this one. To yourself. God, I've seen this one like three times on battle reports, and each time it's been so fucking hilarious. 
Um, all right, so uh, it's called Bitter Fury. Obviously, this is only for Iron Warriors, blah, blah, blah. So Bitter Fury, this advanced reaction may be made once per battle during the opposing player's shooting phase when an enemy unit declares a shooting attack targeting a friendly unit under the reactive player's control composed entirely of models the Legion of Stardust Iron Warrior special rule. Ooh, okay. Once the active player has resolved all to hit and to wound rolls and armor saves made, but before any damage mitigation rolls are taken or casualties removed, the reactive player may make a shooting attack. So it's kind of like the reaction, you might say, but then you keep breeding, targeting the unit that triggered the reaction with all weapons making twice their number no, no oh my god, making twice their normal number of attacks, but gaining the get hot special rule. To hit rules for weapons that already pose the get hot special rule, this rule triggers a special rule on a one or two during the shooting attack instead of a normal one. A unit that makes the shooting attack as part of a bitter fury action may not make any attacks indirectly. Okay, so it's the same thing. Yeah. No, indirectly. Yep. Blah, 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 yeah. yeah. So basically, you double the amount of income. So it's the shooting reaction. Except it's there's the one more thing that I just noticed. What? What? I didn't Template know. weapons use wall of death. Yeah. But in this reaction, they do not have the eight-inch range restriction. No, they do oh, not. they do not. Nope, there's no eight-inch range. Interesting. I didn't even notice that that mitigation. Okay. I just noticed that myself. Yeah. I'm curious okay. If that's I, intentional I, or not. So, or did they just like copy so, and paste it wrong? I know it's intentional for Overwatch, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's intentional here. I'm not going to do this, but I mean, it looks like you might be able to. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying yes. Again, it's, I, I people, I put, I posted the Empress Children question on Facebook, yeah. and it was like a 50-50 split. And it, uh, to me, it's like, okay, I understand rules as intent and rules as written. I understand that people play with intent, and I'm, I'm a person that plays with intent. But I look at this rulebook, and I see that so many things are worded so specifically, right? Like, the big thing for me was exoshock, right? Or, like, rending. That anytime it says, anytime this value is not present in the, in the brackets, it is a 6. So it kind of future-proofs in case they make an error, right? Oh, it doesn't have a rending value. What's the rending value? Oh, it's a 6. That's what it says in the rules. I think they were so specific with how these were worded um, that I think there's... The rules as written and rules or intent are so close together. You know what I mean? So I would say yes. This is there's no eight inch restriction on template weapons for this one. I I, I would say yes. So it doesn't say it. I, I would give it for sure because it doesn't say it and all. But there are when you, when you look at that portion of the rule, essentially how you're allowed to shoot. You know, in the reaction slash an Overwatch. You know, they have those sort of rules put down. It could easily have been they copied from the one they didn't intend. So if this is what they intended, that's fine. I just personally was curious, you know, did they intend not to put that or did they copy it from the sort of the wrong spot? But either way, either way, I think it's fine. I don't think there's a problem. And since it's your once per game reaction and that rule is not breaking a fundamental process where I think the... um, the Emperor's Children one sort of breaks a fundamental process and a fundamental yes, understanding. This Agreed. one doesn't. So playing with it is fine. It doesn't feel wrong to do it. Now, as for the rule, I should point out, double fire and gets hot? Yes, please. This, I mean, <clears throat> just take a normal fucking bolter squad, which is what I've seen it, by the way, used like nine times out of ten. One person used it on a... Um, I feel about six shots per model. Yeah, so someone was on a plasma squad once, which I thought was also hilarious. Or flamer squad, sorry, flamer squad, which I thought was hilarious because it's two flamers, 
It's 2D3 per. Um, but uh, I saw, you know, I used to see it used on a bolter squad. And yeah, let's say you're shooting a 20-man squad. And let's say they're in rapid. I think the person was in rapid fire as well, or at least half the unit was in rapid fire. The amount of... And use fury because it's a reaction. It just, it's the stupid amount of fucking shots that come back, and it's just straight bolters. is insanity. Um, it's, it's, it's literally insane. Um, and sure, it gets hot, but you still get armor saves because it's a bolter. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I loved it. <laughs> I like this adventure. You have to roll each model's attack separately. Yes, that, oh, I forgot about that. Yes, we did discuss this before. Yes. That does blow. I, I do hate that. I, 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 I kind of wish, and I know, I know, I think me and Dave were talking about this. I know it, it could be gamey for someone to do this, but I kind of wish, just kind of also the Master Crafted rule does this, I kind of wish just, they could have just said, you know, roll it in a batch, and then you select who takes the gets hot. It, and you have to, like, it has to be one by one, and then if you, like, go through the entire squad, then you can double up. Like, you can't put all ten of them on one model. It, you know what I mean? Is, it, it has to be, like, evenly distributed. It, it, adds, it adds a complication. It adds, essentially, an extra rule on top that I don't think they wanted to do. Yeah. Because then you have to think of all the different ways that rule works, the way it interacts. Um, if you roll it in a batch currently with no rule, it is in it is to your detriment as the player to do that. Because if you roll four ones, Wait, and you, really? have to, you essentially potentially lose four models. It might have been one model that rolled those. So it is a bit of a hassle, uh, but it, it, it is in your favor to actually be doing it the way you have to. I didn't think of it that way. See, I was just thinking it was in terms of... Because Mastercrafted, I should no. point out, because oh, like, this happened have, with Custodian. Uh, true, but these guys don't have Mastercrafted. No, 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 but they Mastercrafted are the same, the same problem, where if you have like a unit of Mastercrafted weapons, you have to roll them individually because it's only one reroll per person. Yeah. That is much so more in your advantage with... if you could roll in a pile. This is actually in your disadvantage if you did it in a pile. Us. But uh, of the, uh, the now, advanced reactions say... we've seen so far, it is... It is to me ubiquitously uh, good. Um, I would use this on a squad with a low volume, high quality attack, like yes. a last cannon squad. Oh, yeah, 20. You should, should my last cannons here take double the normal last cannons back to the face? Um, especially if it's on like Iron Havocs because then they're hitting on twos and it, yeah, no, it, it's, it's nice. It's a really good rule. Yeah. It's a really good rule. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I, haven't, I haven't used it yet. But in theory, I like it. Could you imagine a pl- ten-man plasma cannon squad with this? They get shot, and then you drop twenty small blasts of plasma. Well, you're not going to get that many because remember, on a plasma, if it gets hot, the blast doesn't go off, and you're getting oh, hot on ones true. and twos. So one third of them are not going off, and probably and potentially, I get you'll still get your armor saves, but it's kind of off that number. It's going to kill some marines. So uh, it depends if it, if it, it breaches itself. That's the only problem. Because remember, plasma can breach on a four. But it auto wounds. So you yeah, don't yeah, you, yeah, you don't. Oh, the right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, you, I guess you do get your arm. Okay, that makes sense. Right. Yes. Right. I mean, I like it. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Love it. Ain't gonna be mad. I mean, obviously, when well, we're. I think we're gonna like all of these at least to some extent. I think it'll be interesting once they're yeah. all done to be able to do a bit of comparison of 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 where we rank them. Same thing when we actually get the Primarchs in the future, doing a ranking of those and all. Because someone did ask about that, so we're going to get back to that. we got to see all this first. It's, it, we already spent we'll point forever out, talking, someone asked, let alone trying yeah. to do that as well. Yeah. 
if someone if someone does want to know who the Primarch killer is, because I did the math, I know. Shocking. Uh Ferris Manus is actually the one who kills the most amount of Primarchs. Besides, of course, Horus Extended. Horus Exemplified, or whatever the fuck he's called. He ascended. he's he's a, a ascended, yeah. He's a bar above the rest. He doesn't count. Uh, but yeah, Ferris Manus, ironically, for I mean, I'm not gonna listen, spoiler, this is such an old spoiler. Literally Ferris Manus dies. We said this like last week. We yeah, talked no. about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he is the Primark killer, so just really cool that he is. But anyway, um, yeah. Warlord traits. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Uh, All right. Tyrant of oh these fucking names. Tyrant of Apollocron. Yeah, Apollocron. Yep. All right. So wo- this Oh god. Dan, you got the last one, Dan. Yeah, calm down. Oh, I so about Iron Warriors. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell me about this fluff. Tyrant of the Apollocron. So essentially, this one, um, Iron Warriors are, you know, just in general, just for all the world of trace real fast. The Iron Warriors did not get penetrated by the um, the lodges like other legions did, largely because they had their own fraternal system in place that didn't really accommodate the lodges. And this was built around different styles of warfare, kind of like the Dark Angels, but a lot less secret. Um, so the Legion had specialists in different fields, most of them pertaining to siege warfare. Uh, um, we have the Storberzak, I feel like I feel like I butchered that, which were like their siege experts. Um, you have um, like the first world right here, the Apollocron. Those were the ones that were experts in the um, cybernetica. Um, just all these different like sub. You can think of them as like gun cults, essentially. Um, different gun cults of the Iron Warriors. And they all had a different thing that they were really good at. Um, artillery, this, that, the other. Um, and part of the thing they would do as, a, as um, you know, these little, um, these little sub-factions was they would play war games. So there's a scene in Age of Exterminatus where you have a bunch of warsmiths essentially playing Warhammer at a table and this guy walks up and like, something's not right with this. Like, oh, no wonder they're using Imperial Fist tactics. No wonder they suck. <laughs> um, and then there's this whole little great scene where you see um, Perturabo mounting the defense of Terra. And it's flawless. Not as in not a single wall collapses, but the walls collapse specifically that he wanted to collapse. And just, oh my god, it it's wonderful. It's wonderful. <sighs> but yeah, um, so yeah, these warlord traits touch on three of those kind of sub factions. We have the Apollocron, which is the automata faction. They're all about those cybernetics, man. We have the Dodecathon, which is the fortification builders and destroyers, and the Listara, which are the ones who are all about just unleashing that inner rage they have. Once they finally break through a fortress wall, they go ham. Just hey, unloading hey, guns in every direction. Here's an mm-hmm. interesting thing. Um, you, so, you know, more traits we've seen have been like, this is for traitor only, this is for loyalist only. I'm not seeing that in any of these. These could be traitor or loyalist. That's okay, right, because Iron like- Warriors, no matter which side they fell on, had the same kind of philosophies cool. running like through them. I just noticed that as I was reading... Um, Fun fact, there are more Traitor Ultramarine Warlord traits than there are Traitor Iron Warriors Warlord traits. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 
Um, right. Iron War. Oh yeah, one thing so far to mention early with the fluff on Iron Warriors, they are probably the number one most fractured legion in terms of allegiance. Um, as I mentioned, they don't have much love for their Primarch. They are also aren't terribly fond of the Emperor, so a lot of them end up just fighting whatever their own battles are. Um, obviously, a large portion of the Legion works directly under Pergarabo and carries out his orders. But because they were used on garrison duty so much and spread so thin, um, we have um, warsmiths that didn't even realize that the heresy was going on or that Pergarabo turned traitor. Um, examples would include Kier Valen of the 77th Grand Battalion and um, Barbara and Falk. Right? Falk? No, not Falk. Uh, no, Dantioch. Dantioch, who joins up with the Ultramarines over at the Pharaohs. Interesting. Yeah, that's why the Warlord traits are all so, neutral. Any Iron Warrior could have fought on any side of the war. So, fun fact, Steve, I don't know if you know the 40k shit. Uh, Iron Warriors are also the most fractured 40k Chaos Space Marine Legion. Um, they have the most war hosts out of all the Chaos Space Marine Legions. Uh, and they continually fight each other in the warp. They're the well, most course. fractured. Of course, because, you know, that guy has the best idea, except it's that guy. Except it's yeah. that guy. So I just, oh, little yeah. Storm, Storm of Iron is a book I'm working my way through. It's... Oh, Storm of Iron is exactly what I'm quoting. That's exactly yep. the book I'm quoting. Yeah. All right, so uh, the the Tyrant of Polychron, the Warlord with this trait, gains the Fearless special role. So I'm just going to pause there. Excellent. Fucking Fearless is amazing. Um, but may not join any units that is not entirely composed of models with, with Iron Warrior special rule. However, the Warlord in all models in the unit it must join must adhere to the following restrictions. So during both the controlling player shooting phase and the charge subphase, the unit must attempt a shooting attack or charge if there is an enemy unit within range. And it must target the closest enemy unit possible that is within line of sight and is a valid target for a shooting attack or charge. If two or more targets are equally close in the controlling player... Oh shit, this is the fucking cybernet... Oh, okay. That's why, that's why two more targets are equally... You didn't realize that? No, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. I'm, really, I'm like, wait a minute. You, you didn't realize like the, the, <laughs> yeah. the fifth word in the no, I didn't. automata? Oh, I did not even... Okay. Um... So yeah, no. So if you uh, you get to choose the target if they're equally distant, uh, and you make an additional reaction in the shooting phase. Um, so for those who did not listen to the play, um, the podcast on our Mechanicum leaks, this is exactly a Mechanicum rule. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm gonna kind of repeat the same thing I said when I talked about Mechanicum. Um, Fearless is awesome, but you can be kited. Yeah, that's you have some because you're you don't have to move to the closest person, so you have some degree of flexibility of who you're going to shoot and who you're going to um charge. But the opponent, if played correctly, and let's be honest, the opponent you know can absolutely play correctly. The opponent played correctly can absolutely bait out shooting something that you don't want to shoot at. You know what I mean? Park, uh, fucking park the Spartan right in front of your unit, and no matter where they go, they're going to be shooting the Spartan. Oh no, that sucks. Also, um, it does because it does say you know the shooting. That's one thing. Okay, reaction. You do also have to attempt to charge, which means if you yes. get if you're naturally pushing yourself forward and you get within twelve inches, you might you might be at that point where realistically you're not going to make the charge. It's just not going to happen because you need to roll box cars exactly. on it. But I'm going to get to react and potentially shoot you. 
because of it, or I try to position exactly. myself well, and I'm going to force you to take my my reactions after you've done something on on your turn that's not nearly as good. Exactly, and it's a very like I said, it's 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 very good. Like I said, fearless is one of those rules where it's like those hidden. Please, dear God, if there's a fearless unit, take it. Um, because fearless, were, so correct me if I'm wrong. They did not um, make fearless that you like take damage. That's only like a demon yeah. thing, um, or right. we don't know. No, if fe- but fearless, fearless right now, and yeah, fearless is just fearless. Yeah, so fearless is amazing. Like take it from someone who takes sisters of silence who had fearless. Having one sister literally stay and hold up like twelve marines is fucking amazing, especially if it's on your turn. Um, yeah, no. So I, I, I don't know if the benefits outweigh the cost, but it's still cool. I, not good. Still a cool war to me. No, the 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 reason why I don't like this one. Okay, now I mean, if if you like the fluff, you like the idea. Cool. That's all that. When I try to look at it from more of an outsider perspective, when I think of my warlord's unit. I often think of, you know, a, a usually big time unit, a potentially nice and strong unit, a unit that I'm I'm not worried about them necessarily getting shot so much, or if or if I'm getting close enough to do charges, I uh, you know I'm fine with charging. I want to be charging because these guys are geared out for it or something like that. To me, the gain of fearless. I, I'm not as loving it for it as you are in my Warlord unit, because I think my Warlord unit is probably going to be pretty badass. Unless I'm putting my Warlord in, like, I don't know, a, a giant squad attack Marines or something. They're somewhere, like, you know, your fearless um, tactical squad. That, to me, is useful, because those guys, they're going to lose a close combat. They're going to potentially run, get swept down, or I'm mm-hmm. worried about them running yeah. away. My Warlord's probably already got a good leadership, and it, 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 when I have control of where I'm going to an extent, obviously your, your opponent could say otherwise. When I have some control over what's going to happen to me, I should hopefully be able to be choosing or put in the battles where it's not going to be a slaughter to my side, where I'm truly going to need that fearless to stick it out. You know what? Um, Not even tacticals, Dave. Uh, wait, uh, so I'm not sure. Are breachers lying? Uh, yeah. Br- oh, yeah, they should uh, be, right? I know they're on Heart of the Legion. And more expensive. Yeah, they're more expensive. They're more expensive, but maybe like a, you know, put them in a Breacher squad. Or put them in a fucking transport. Put, put them in a Spartan with a Breacher squad. Now you're fearless in a Spartan, and the Spartan doesn't need to char- <laughs> charge or shoot the closest thing. Um, Like, there are ways to kind of solve this. Put them in a transport. You know what I mean? I, I, I... And then move the track. Yeah, I don't think it's the most detrimental. And I've I haven't read the other ones yet. I try not to read ahead yeah, for some exactly. just so that I can kind of get more of my 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 beginning looks at it. But on the cursory glance, I I I want to be able to control what I do more, and that worries me more than being fearless in my mind helps me. It might very well end up being the other way, but I, I'm so far the warlord traits, I'm not in love with that one. Not not too much of a fan. No, I'm uh, I'm on the same page as Dave here. It's nice, but the detriment's huge. I don't know. I think you could put him in a transport, or like put him in a flying transport, and it kind of mitigates that. And now you have a fearless blob for your warlord. Oh, oh, okay, so I'm in a flying. I think there are ways around. I'm coming in maybe turn two to start. My warlord's not on the table mm-hmm. at least turn one, so I don't get my extra reactions. 
Uh, oh wait. Uh, it's, uh, oh. No, no, no. You still get your reaction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they have not no, no, you still casually. Yeah, they're not dead. Exactly. But, okay, so I still have it, but my world is not still doing anything. It might be till turn three when he starts. You know, I I'm not saying you can't have your warlord in a big vehicle and all, but even then, okay, I push forward, I get out. Okay, can I get out in the right position? You know, oh, I'm with these heavy guys in a Spartan. Can I get out in the right position? All right, maybe, but was the fearless worth it? I just think there's a lot of downside, potential downside. Potential downside. I agree with you. I just, like I said, it's not the worst one we've seen. It's not the best one we've seen, but it works. And, and, That's and the kind you of... have an army that has a lot of automatas, so you're kind of used to, you know, this is just something I potentially deal with. Where for exactly. other people, I guess that's it where could be a lot more from. detrimental because they're yeah. not used to having to deal with that. <laughs> it's, it's it sounds bad, but I'm I, I'm used to positioning with the Mechanicum to kind of mitigate this. And also remember, the cybernetic cortex for us also removes this yeah. stupid rule from us. So that's why I'm not like when I, for example, let me give you a good example. The the models that usually get affected by this are my Vorax, which outflank anyway and they want to shoot and charge the closest thing anyway that's their job so that's why i'm like i guess i'm not looking at the detriment of this as much um but let's read the other ones maybe maybe the other ones are like way better maybe, maybe we're like i haven't read the other ones yet maybe the other ones are just like holy shit why would i ever I take the other one i can't believe that you, you know didn't I mean? know that that one dealt with automatas when that's i saw i read the fluff I read the fluff about the emotionless automata of the Mechanicum, but I didn't put two and two together until I was like, wait a minute. You, you this fell rule out sounds of a familiar. tree onto a bed of roses, and you had no idea without looking. Yeah, pretty much. Without looking. Right. Uh, Steve, do you, which, which of the two do you want? This is your legion. You, you get some um, say. That's, that's a good question. So the one I've been playing with most recently is the, the next one. The right. Doe Deck of Fire. Okay. Why don't you talk about that then, since you have some experience actually using it? All right, it. so the Tyrant and the Dodecathon, the Brethren of Stone. Oh, I the, the next one I have experience with both. But yeah, Dodecathon. Um, after everyone's been deployed on the battlefield, before scout moves and infiltrators are placed, the controlling player with the world of this trait nominates one area of terrain, a building, or fortification on the battlefield. If it's area terrain that gives a cover save, the cover save is lost. And the area is both difficult and dangerous terrain instead. If it is a building or fortification, that all rolls in the damage table made for it gets a modifier of plus one. In addition, an army whose warlord has a straight may make an additional reaction during the shooting phase, as long as the warlord has not been removed. It's a very nice and straightforward trait, but I like it because it forces your opponent to contend with dangerous terrain somewhere. I don't know. I think it's fun. So, if it's a ruin... It's very unique. Do ruins count as area? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Yes, they do. And you can choose it anywhere. So, um, you can choose the one in their deployment zone that they now know they can't exactly. put their people into if that was their goal. To get a yep. little bit of safety. Or the one right next to an objective, or... Yeah. yeah. Um, I, honestly... I, I actually have used this offensively. Oh, I think, yeah, I think this no, is this offensive. Is great, yeah. I think that's what you do with it. Absolutely. I mean, techni uh, technically, it could be defense because you're preventing them the use of that building. <laughs> True. Well, uh, to me, though, that's the offense. Like, I, I'm, it's just actively dangerous for you, and you get nothing good out of it. You are not going to want to stay there. And I took, like, your best feature. 
That's okay. I mean, of the two so far, I haven't read the third one yet, but of the two, I like this one so much. It's both fitting and feels... It feels useful. It feels like you have agency. And it's also not like a gotcha because warlord traits are known. So as your opponent, I have to think about what I'm doing. But, you you know, I'm aware of what thing you might do to me. So no, I, I like this one. I think this one's really good. I don't know about the building or fortification part. Is 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 that a big one thing? One thing that people I've do been a lot trying of to figure out. No, but what I've been trying to figure out recently is could you use this to turn an Aegis defense line that you bring into dangerous terrain? Like, here's a line of dangerous terrain. Here's a line that you can't cross without risking some serious damage. Does does the Aegis line... It's a fortification choice. Yeah, but that's a fortification. The for- it doesn't make a fortification dangerous. And it's not area terrain. Yeah, that's, no. That's the no, problem. No, it's not area, area. area terrain. No, it wouldn't do that. It's like, um, I don't think it works. No. I wish it did. That would be very That would fitting. be funny. It counts, it's count, you put it's spikes unit, in your It's line. unit type fortification barricade. But it's not something you could destroy, so it doesn't work. No. Yeah, it doesn't which work. Which is annoying. Which would be really interesting, because that's like you putting spikes in front of your terrain. Exactly. That's something I would love to be able to do. Last edition, that's you could interesting. do that. Oh, that's interesting. I like it. I ain't even yeah, mad. But, but remember, that's not a thing, though. You can't actually do that. No, I know. It's not. I'm it's saying not. it's an interesting idea. Yeah. Let me finish. Interesting idea. It sucks you can't do it, but it's an interesting idea. It, it, this, this one's a fun trade. All right. Yeah, I like it. All right, Dave. How about that? Uh, Tyrant of Lissatara. Lissatara? It's T-R-A. Styra. I'm going with that. Lissatra. Lissatra. Yeah, yeah, it's probably Lissatra. It's fancy. Um, a warlord with this trait in every model with the infantry unit, sorry, unit type in a unit, it is joined with Legion of Stardust Iron War special rule. Wait, okay. So every model with the infantry unit, <laughs> with the infantry unit type in a unit, it has joined. Okay. So your warlord and the unit he joins as long as they're infantry. That sounds like all that is. That's a very fancy way of saying that. Uh, may choose to roll an additional die when making a shooting attack with a rapid fire, assault, or heavy weapon that does not have the blaster template special rules, but the weapon gains the get hot special rule for the shooting attack. If the warlord and or unit under this effect of this trait makes the bitter fury action, then a single additional die is added to the number of attacks made by each model after the effects of bitter fury have been applied. So you don't add one and then double it, you double it, then add the one. It, it, it's, yeah, you know, a good math that way. In addition, whenever a warlord with this trait or any unit has enjoined is the target of an enemy shooting attack, it must either make the return fire or bitter fear reaction if possible. This reaction does not cost the reactive players react an allotment, but it does not allow the unit to make further reactions in the phase and does not allow the bitter fury reaction to be made more than once per battle. However, a warlord with this trait and any unit has joined may make no other reactions in any phase except the intercept one okay the first line is the first line is kind of, is i understand what they're going for but it was very poorly or at least interpreted by me but i guess there is cases where your warlord could be part of something that's not infantry um yeah 
Yeah, that, mm-hmm. like the Legion Mortificator. Yeah, or, yeah, but, yeah, the, or um, uh, the one that can run with um, Automata. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. So you get an extra die or bike units, for example. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's true. Yeah, oh, those it, can it, be just, mixed, it seemed actually. odd to me at first, but yeah. yeah, as long as he's in a unit of infantry, which you'd put him in there for that. You get an extra die when making shooting attacks, essentially, as long as not blaster template. They get hot, but pretty much every weapon that gets hot, um, or sorry, most weapons. Uh, no, actually, the we- where you'd probably put him, it would be fine because you're probably well, maybe you're putting it in something with a good AP. You, I just thought of that because I was like, oh, it's not I too bad. I was plasma. But I was like, oh, actually, no. If he's in like a squad with last cannons, those guys Laz are cannons. getting killed out yeah. if they roll that one. Oh my god, Laz cannons, Volkite, heavy bolter, auto cannons, in my yeah. opinion. Fucking a 20 man bolter squad. Again, people laugh at me, but that's not a 20 man bolter squad out to get a 24 inches. That's a bigger return, shot. though. You get a bigger return on the low ROF weapons because you're proportionally making a bigger yes. increase. Though the, and your risk factor is also lower. How many shots is an auto cannon? Three. Two. Two? Are you only two? Are you sure it's not three? Uh, the Dreadnought one is three. I think the regular one is still two. It, it was, it was a question mark? Two, like 40k. Oh, I have my fucking Excel sheet. Oh, wait, no, I don't. Oh, auto oh, cannon yeah. two. The basic I, auto cannon is two. So why am I asking? I have it's the gravis that's three. Yeah. Gravis got you next. Okay. Time. I have the fucking cheat sheet right here. Um I like I so so I <laughs> I don't want to sit in the fence for this one. On but this one's no such a like but this one's but this one's like the ultimate fence sitter in my opinion. So I like like so this is so everything that I liked about Bitter Fury is here. Yep. Right. You put this on a low, uh, uh, an OKAP, okay low shot, high strength weapon like Volkite, auto cannon, even a heavy bolter. You're still taking normal armor saves. So fuck it, whatever. Who cares? You're, you're you're getting more of an output for less of an for less of like a damage against you, in my opinion. Um, but what what my hesitation is and, and again the, the fact that you could only you know you bitter fury or return fire you're gonna be doing that with probably that squad anyway because you're gonna stick him in a squad that is full of those heavy weapons or just bolters anyway um or or you want to intercept but and this is where i really hesitate the lack of adv- the lack of other reactions now if they could like overwatch like specifically they can't overwatch which to me that hurts a lot um yes it does yeah so that's why i'm like really 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 like that's that's what shifts me more to the fence I, because because they have to return yeah. fire you could bait that out so so easily no you could choose who you return fire too right or is it the first you know you must make... return fire so therefore you must the first time you have to do it because that's your oh, ability first time got it okay okay Got it. Okay, so you can definitely bait it out. So then, definitely. The, okay, yeah. So that then, yeah, no. Um, but see, again, you put them. Okay, so let's say you put them in a squad of ten last cannons. What the fuck are you gonna bait that with? <laughs> dead <laughs> like, men. That's twenty last cannon shots coming back to you. A throw, a throwaway unit, or True. something that has um, what's it called, indirect fire weapons. 
That's hiding. <gasps> oh, I didn't even think like a uh, Scorpius. Yeah, oh, yeah. you don't have yep. to return because you can't shoot them. Oh, yeah, you don't have to because you can't shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't react against something you can't react against. Uh, I don't think that's true. I don't I think shooting reactions specify you need to see the oh shooting you. I mean, look up the damn reaction. I'm looking at right, right here. Take a look. Uh, so you cannot make a reaction if you are pinned, locked in combat. You already made a reaction. You exhausted your reaction. Uh, under huh. shooting reaction. These are the first now, tells the, the the return fire says you cannot use indirect fire weapons, but it does not say that you need line of sight to return fire. So you return fire and shoot nothing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you guys continue while I look at the shit. Gentlemen's rules always play to your own detriment. Yeah, but... Uh, oh, yeah. So, now this warlord trait, it's, it's, it's okay. It's more fun when you have a unit that can re-roll misses. Or at least the ones. And if you're running Hammer of Olympia... All shrapnel weapons re-roll once to hit. So that gives you a 1 in 36 chance of overheating and then a 1 in 3 chance on a normal guy to fail the save. So the risk factor is very low. The downside is you have very little control over that reaction. And you don't get a reaction outside of that reaction. Like You get the free reaction, but it's not truly free. You know? Yeah. I mean, to me, for this thing, I, I, I don't take this on my unit of regular Bolter guys. I take this on someone with... I'm less concerned about losing my other reactions on a squad that wants to maybe be more near the back with a heavier, better type of weapon because if they're getting charged, I'm already having a really bad day kind of thing. So I, I'm not worried about the lack of other reactions. I'm not going to get them in the movement phase because I'm standing in the back. I'm not getting them in the assault phase because I'm standing in the back. You're getting through the rest of my army first. Um, if you can be baited out with indirect, I mean, I don't think there's tons and tons of indirect, so I don't think it is a problem if that is the case. However, I don't think that is the end-all, be-all just because of the amount that it would occur. Um... Yeah, I'm looking at this it. This also does not work with blasts and templates. Oh, by the way, I'm still reading the rules, and I'm a little update. I cannot no, find where... Yeah, reactions in the shooting phase. Yeah, it, it, the reactions in the shooting phase, because normally you have a choice. So they are... I mean, in the movement phase ones, they're worded that you got to be able to see the unit that you're reacting to. I guess the idea here is they leave it vaguer in the shooting phase one because one of the reactions evade would make sense to do even if you don't necessarily see it. Uh, you know, you heard the whistle of the mortars coming in or whatever it may be, but you didn't have to see them to do right. it. So you still have reactions that make sense. Here, you you know, you essentially wouldn't. Um, but so here's the thing then. Okay, let's say you do this. Do you actually roll the dice to hit them? No, because they're not there. So you, you you've chosen to do the return fire, let's say. Right, but I don't actually roll and any dice to nothing. hit them because there's no models visible, and the first thing is you target a visible thing. So then, hold on, 
Da, 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 da. I just think it eats up your reaction, and that's that. Well, it eats up the. It You're eats not up forced the to shoot, but you are forced one. to return fire. And you're also not forced to do the extra shot. That's yes. a model cannot do. A model cannot you could choose, choose to do the extra shot with. So, a model that has line. Uh, hold on. Give me a second. A model that has line of sight to at least one enemy unit uh, and is found to be in range of that model can make a shooting attack. Yeah, return fires, they make a All models attack. in the unit must attack the same unit. If a model cannot attack the same target unit as the other models in the unit, then it cannot attack at all in the shooting phase for that turn. So here's the funny part about Okay, so that, that's from the shooting oh, yeah, rules, by the way. It's following the normal so then, rules for shooting attack. So then here's the funny part. You shoot them with an interceptor weapon, they literally can't shoot you for that turn. They they, they can't. They 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 lose that shooting they, like you can't you literally cannot target someone who is invisible. So I would argue or I would fall on the side of Dave where shooting them with a um a uh, barrage weapon in fact does not trigger this uh, reaction. Because you okay. literally now, now, what if they're out of range? No, it says line of sight and range. I know, but what I'm saying is, like, I think you're forced to use the reaction because it says you must return fire, okay, or make the bitter fury. But you can't return fire because you can't shoot. Doesn't matter Cause... because the must overrides it. This is more specific, being the fat, being the unit rule. It overrides the general. Rudy says a model cannot attack. You must no, but return fire doesn't require you to attack. Nothing about return fire says you must attack. It just allows you to. So you use your quote unquote free reaction to shoot them and do nothing. Interesting. See. Yeah, I don't they obviously if if it forced them to do it, they wouldn't have to make any rolls. There's no getting hurt. There's nothing like that whatsoever. When I yeah. look at it. My back and forth of this is that okay, uh ba, ba, ba. it must e yeah, it must either make one of those reactions if possible. This reaction does not cause a reaction point. So okay, if the here's the thing though, it does say if possible. Because if it doesn't take a reaction point, there's no reason they couldn't. I guess technically unless they've already unless they've done it before, but okay, if possible. All right. Return fire says they make a shooting attack using all normal rules, which first part is line of sight. Oh, wait, it does, yeah. I didn't even. So it doesn't say all normal yeah, rules. So, yeah. Uh, if you look under return fire, yeah, and the it says first... the reacting unit may make a shooting attack, targeting the unit that triggered this reaction, following yeah. all the usual rules for shooting attacks. The second part of the shooting rules and for, the usual rule for the shooting attacks rules for that the... is choosing a target, line of sight being a line of sight. and then range. I would say since it's the reaction yeah. is like a normal shooting attack and you are invalid to do a normal shooting attack, I don't think you'd have to burn it because you... you. And now what if you can't hurt the target? So your guns are all strength four there, and is there, it's well, a So here's the question. Is there a rule that says you can't attempt to shoot something that you can't hurt? No, that you can do. So I can shoot my bolters at a Leviathan, do nothing exactly. just to shoot the multi melter. Well, you're so an iron you warrior. Can bait out. You yeah. Can. yeah, well, yes. But what I'm saying is that you can bait out. But I think the line of sight thing, you yeah. can't bait out with a barrage weapon because it's 
it so because I didn't know I I glazed over they make a normal shooting like follow the same rules it's as a shooting attack and literally always it's, read full sentences yeah full well no it's more of like I didn't put two and two together um the line of sight thing is yeah it's you literally cannot make that shooting attack at yeah. all because if, so if I we, don't if think we you can make this reaction that hey you have to do this it does say at the end if possible to me it's not possible if I'm if I don't have them as a target now with with the the yeah. heavy thing, yeah. If you can't hurt them, okay, then you can't necessarily hurt them well, because if there's not a rule that says that you're not allowed to turn fire because they're pins. I don't think there's a rule like that. Like, yeah, if you let's say you put them in a squad of, I'm gonna ignore the fact that they can hurt leviathans, but let's say you put them in a squad of bolters, right? And the bolters are strength four, the leviathan's strength toughness eight. Oh no, you can't hurt it. You can definitely bait it out like that because the bolters go pitter patter. They're in range, they're in line of sight, and there's nothing here that says you can't shoot something because you you're fucking pissed off at it because you're still rolling dice. Just you can't get a value above six, you know, for the wound. Um, but yes, no, because of line of sight. I'm going to say I, no I to that. I would say both line of sight and range. Because if they're out of range, I'd because otherwise, you, you shoot me with something out of, out range of my is the range, third one. am I forced to spend it? I would still say no because it you're you're not actually no. able to attempt the attack. But as soon as anyone is close enough, you can still bait them out with something you don't care about as much, but... Um, assuming... I, I, I do feel it should have an FAQ. I would love them to to try to stipulate that and and be more exact with that and tell us that yeah it kind of works this way or like oh no we because other here's my other thought if it's the other way then like it's actually a really really bad trait to some extent because I could yes. fire at you okay. with say my Volkite, uh calibers and your weapon is shorter range than mine. You've now wasted your only reaction. Now I shoot into you. At, at least the exactly. first one, there's I feel like, like this would you be got something like you're getting something out of it. You already have a negative here. You get no other reactions. But then your other negative is like, I could kind of screw you over just by like where I am is better than you. Like that's a little too much. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah. Just on the sheer fact that this would actually be. To the point, like you would never take this warlord trait. That's I would dare say, out of all the warlord traits we've talked about, this would be literally the worst one if it was played like that. Like no one would ever yeah. take this. There'd be no reason it, to, because there's at least at least one barrage weapon in the game, or one weapon that outranges yeah. you. It would be I, I I could see it and and still potentially be a thing if it was that, but there was no other restriction. Like you can make other reactions because then you put it on a guy who's going to move forward. To me, if I'm taking this. I don't know. I'm probably going balls to the wall and I'm putting on something where I better not roll those ones. I'll only, I won't roll it every turn because this will be my, like my, my squad of last cannons. But on that turn, when I really got to take down something heavy, I'm just going to hope I don't kill too many of my own guys. But I, I, I like it. Honestly, um, I like the second one more, but I like this more than the first. But that's me. Same. Same. All right. Skip rights of war. Skip rights yep, of we're war. We're on to the iron circle. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, armory. Yep. No, no, the armory. Uh, yep. Armory. There we go. We were just talking armory. about warsmith. So, yeah, this one is a uh, something unique to the iron warriors. It is the warsmith. Um, whereas most legions get a console upgrade, um, iron warriors get a uh, praetor upgrade. 
The uh, Legion Praetor, Cataphracti Praetor, or Tartarus Praetor can be upgraded to a Warsmith for 20 points. They gain a Cortex Controller and a Servo Arm, as well as Master the Automata, which allows you to take robots in your army, and Battlesmith 3 Plus Special Rules. And I believe the Servo Arm is an inbuilt plus one. I could be wrong, though. Um, Another Mac model upgraded to this. Yeah. Um, um, Warsmith can have a bike, a jet bike, or that. a jump pack. The Warsmith also is used to unlock Rites of War for the Iron Warriors. He's needed for the Hammer of Olympia and... He's needed for the Hammer of Olympia. Okay. Oh, interesting. So he's actually needed for one of the Rites. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Who's the one that has the Machinator Array, by the way? Not him, right? Uh... No, it's the yeah. Forge Lord. Yeah, Iron Hand. Forge Lord. Okay. Okay. I know we were talking about that. So, they're special guys. Um, I can take over the Graviton shit if you want. Yeah, let's yeah. let's do it because that Go sounds for like it. that seems up your alley. Yeah. Well, funny enough, because it also matches the mechanical leaks. <laughs> so, any model with Iron Warrior specials rule and the character subtype makes change a power weapon for a Graviton Mace or exchange a Thunder Hammer for a Graviton Crusher for no additional point cost. Additionally, any model with the Legion of Stardust Iron Warrior special rule in Dreadnought unit type makes change a Gravis Power Fist for a Graviton Maul for 15 points. Um, and this is not replaced or remove the inbuilt weapon, so you could still have like a little multi melt fist So, the Graviton Mace is Strength User, AP3, Melee, and Haywire. Correct me if I'm wrong, that is... Uh, yeah, uh, hold on. You this lose is the Strength bonus. bonus. You lose the strength base. bonus, but you gain AP3, and you gain well, you Haywire. You not lose the strength bonus, because you're replacing you a power AP3. weapon. You lose two points. You well, true, lose power swords. Uh, power power swords AP3. Yeah. No, no, what I'm saying is power swords are also yeah, AP3. Yeah, so is this thing. Compared uh, to a power mace. That's what, that's what the analog yeah. is. The analog yeah. is power mace. gain Haywire so you for You lose free. two strength, gain yeah. Haywire. Which means okay. you wound Dreadnoughts on twos, and you're AP2 against strides because they can only use invulnerables. Because Haywire is dope. Uh, I think Haywire ignores invuls. No, Haywire ignores armor saves on a 2 through 5 and on a 6, six it ignores I know 6 is a penetrate. Yeah, look up Haywire. So you gain Haywire, which I know, first of all, I know that that's good. The Thunder Hammer, which is normally strength times 2, now the Graviton Crusher is plus 2 strength. So you lose that strength. You go from strength A to straight six, strength six. Um, you become, you're still AP two, which is wonderful. You're unwieldy, two handed, and still haywire. So, and then uh, let me just talk about the graviton mall before I talk about that. the graviton mall. Instead of again strength ten, you become strength plus two, AP two, melee brutal two hit. So basically, they add haywire. You lose strength, but you gain haywire. Um. Yep. And what is it? Six is a penetrate, correct? Um. Yeah. So, go ahead. Read um, it. six is penetrate and no saves of any kind. Okay. Two through five is glancing and only invulnerables and damage mitigation. I would. I'm not. So this is one of the few weapons where I'd say I trade it out every single time. Honestly, yes. Yeah, so, so thunder hammers are strength eight, AP two. Um, are they brutal? No. Thunder hammers brutal? I can't remember. Uh, oh, no, I, they're not. I yeah. So. No, I, I would. I would Thunder okay, hammers are brutal. Actually, I, I oh, thunder hammers are brutal. Oh, okay. Oh. Thunder hammers are brutal. So would I change this for? A... Ooh, that's a hard decision. Because the 
free upgrade. Oh, a free upgrade on something you've already spent a bunch of points on. No, no, it's 15 points only for the Dreadnought. Well, the rest of it is you free. you changed out your Thunderhammer, um, which you paid points for, most likely. That's what I mean. Oh, it's Thunderhammer points on the yeah, turn yeah. off. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, brutal too. You lose the strength eight. You lose the instant kill of multi-wound Terminators. You're still AP2, which mm-hmm. is good. That's still good. But you gain Haywire, which is now basically no matter what vehicle you charge, you're killing. Not necessarily. Because well, it's, it's multiple Haywire hits. Well, no, because it's multiple Haywire hits. You, yeah. It doesn't matter what strength you are. You can be strength fucking. It can be probably strength blasting it to death. It, it doesn't mean, but I'm, what I'm saying is, let's say you get that one penetrate, you could still explode it if you want because it's AP2. What I'm saying is, no matter what, you could be strength minus four. I mean, it's not strength zero, but you go strength minus three, and it still would glance a vehicle to hit. You know what I mean? Um, I, I would take this over a Thunderhammer. I'm, I'm going to fall on that side of the field. I would take this over a Thunderhammer. Uh, let me explain why. <laughs> Before, so yes, you lose the instant kill, right? But then I kind of, in my head, I'm like, how many multi-wound things do you need to insta-kill in this game? Like, how many times are you going to charge? Legion squads, Terminator squads. Squads. That's it. Most other, there are some special units that are still wound one. You know, like Headseekers. So, insta-kill, okay, that's cool, but, you know, there are other things that can insta-kill. So you're still strength six. You're still wounding most shit on a two, infantry on a two. You're still AP two, so you're bypassing their armor save. And now you have the added bonus of being haywire. So now it doesn't matter what vehicle you charge, what automata you charge, it literally doesn't matter. You will glance it and or penetrate it to death. I say it's an auto up. I, th- I think that's an auto take. I think it's an auto take on for me. I think the Graviton Maul is an auto-take because the Graviton Maul doesn't actually lose out on strength compared to a gra- yeah, no, the Gravis Fist. Although it does lose a Brutal. The Gravis Power Fist. You give... It does lose a Brutal. Lose one, you lose one Brutal for Haywire, which I think is worth it. Okay. Um, I agree. Only because when you get those sixes in, that's unsavable, which means your opponent can't get lucky on the five-ups. With their own dreads. I agree. And a strength 10 against them anyway with the fist. So, meh. Still crushing anything. If you didn't have to use Haywire. Yeah, I... What about the Graviton Crusher? I was expecting you to talk about the gra. You said you would auto-take the Graviton Wall, but what about crusher, the Crusher? I don't think it's an auto-take. I do not. <sighs> I... Not so much because the loss of brutal is yeah. huge. You throw a unit with the uh, graviton crusher in against fire drake terminators, it's it's over because you fire drakes have a three up in No, but here's the thing. Right. Oh, that's right. Fire, well, at, least, at, least with the, at least with the brutal two, you know, you could get models squashed through you know weight of dice. Weight this of dice does not let give you weight of dice. And fire also, drakes are kind of like an odd example. The unit, I, the unit I would put this on. A um, breacher squad can't even use it because boarding shields cannot be paired with two-handed weapons. Two-handed weapons, yeah. Um, counterpoint to what you said, fire drakes are the exception to that because fire drakes are supposed to be the three-up and vulnerable thunderhammer uh, bullshit kind of. They're super hard to kill, right? There, that's their job. 
But let's say you throw this against, you know, a normal Terminator Cataphracti squad. Or even just a normal specialized one, like the Keshig. You need to force or the... two wounds through to kill one guy instead of having one wound that you roll. I mean, but two chances to kill two. one guy. These are still AP2s. Literally, it's literally a quarter the effectiveness. But if you're facing someone who takes three or four contemptors, this is an odd like this automatically well, yeah, pays. If you're dividends. rolling against, I that. still don't know because it's doing just the one wound per time instead of potentially getting two. No, not one wound. It's per isn't haywire per. If a turn has three attacks, that's three haywire right. rolls. Right. Yeah. But but with a thunder hammer, because remember, getting plus one strength to strength nine on seven, you're wounding on twos. It's two saves per hit instead of one thing. Remember, the haywire doesn't take over the so. Just real quick, yes, the haywire does. doesn't replace the wounds. No, it does instead not. Instead of rolling to no, instead of instead rolling of normally, wound, you do haywire. Oh, I did not. Okay, instead. so hold on. Let me see where this yep. haywire rule is. I did not. Two forty is the main book. Uh, what page? Page two forty, bottom left. Oh wow, I was really close. Jesus. You know, haywire. It's not quite there. Into wound. Oh yeah. Never mind. Oh. Um, hold on. But still, that's three. <sighs> It's, I don't think it's automatic because the weapon you're replacing, there is some distinction. If you are worried about going against like tons of vehicles, yeah, th this this could this you know, ha has good upsides. But when you're going against infantry, no, it's worse. You know, it, it is, you know, categorically worse. But yeah, against heavy things, yeah, it's better. Um, okay, the Graviton mm -hmm. Maces on a Terminator squad could be worth it because yes. it's free. The crushers, not yeah, at I agree. All. I think the maces is a good idea. Mm. That, that's where I stand. Be because okay. there now you can okay. actually hurt the vehicle, where before with the normal power weapons, you you were gonna struggle. Even yeah, with your iron warriors plus one, you were probably still struggling in a lot of senses for, for heavier vehicles. The crusher, I mean Yeah. I would do like three bases and then two normal thunder hammers. Because the maces are going to bounce off of two up save units, except for dreadnoughts, and then the thunder hammers that you maintain the you know the two up armor save crushing potential of the squad. Like a one to two ratio for every two thunder hammers, you take one mace. That's basically what you're saying. The other way around, but yeah, two maces, one hammer. Yeah, oh, two maces, one hammer. Um, I agree with that. Um, mostly because as a custodian's player, I used to do that with my custodians. I used to take two, it was one fist to two swords is how I would take it. Yeah. So I agree. The one to two ratio is a really good rate. All right. All right. What do I got then? Yeah, I got this. Oh yeah, this shit. weapons here. I, forgot. <laughs> I, I love this. Weapons. I love oh, this. The um, shrapnel weapons. Go ahead. This changed from the playtest documents. Yeah, go and ahead. Some Steve. people are conflating rules, and I think Battlescribe is currently wrong. Son was saying on one of the Facebook groups. Conflate? Well, talk about it and see what it, I want to. Okay. So, shrapnel weapons are a Olympian special um, designed to that they before impact, giving a ton of shrapnel inside of the normal internally explosive rounds. Um, any Iron Warrior. Um, okay, so characters can replace um, normal bolters and bolt pistols for shrapnel bolters and shrapnel pistols. Independent characters. For free. Um, yeah. Yep, independent characters. Squads can replace all the pistols, the shrapnel pistols, and or all bolters 
to the shrapnel ones and or, or all heavy bolters to the shrapnel ones for two points per weapon. Okay. And okay. all examples have to be changed. So if you are upgrading a squad of um, tactical marines, you know, it's two points per guy if it's just the bolter, four points per guy if it's bolter and pistol. Um, and if you do a destroyer squad, it's four points per guy because they each have two bolt pistols. Do dreadnoughts? Oh yeah, it, yeah. I was reading. I was reading yep, the next yep. paragraph. Dreadnoughts so can vehicles it. can upgrade all heavy bolters for two points, and dreadnoughts can upgrade the bolt cannon to the shrapnel cannon for five points. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm still wondering how people conflate this because I'm like looking at the special rules. Hold on, I'll I'll get there. Yeah, the yeah. rule changed. So shrapnel pistols are range ten, strength four, no AP, pistol one, pinning. What people are getting mixed up on is in a play test, it was shred, not pinning. Oh, uh, wow. Well, people just need to read yeah. the fucking. I mean, no, no offense to the people, but the like. Problem is, people are referencing Battlescribe because using these books to find rules is kind of pain in the ass. Oh, because Battlescribe has. Okay. Now I'm, underst- now yeah. I'm understanding. Because I'm looking yep. at like. And the Thousand Suns ones have shred. Yes. The, the, so, like, there is a special bolter that does shred. Okay. Because I'm looking at this, I'm like, so, like between all of that, that's where it's getting mixed up. Okay. That's why I was confused because I'm like, how do you confuse pinning for any? Like, there's no, I don't think there's even another P, P word. It's it, because it, it's because it changed from Playtest 3 to final release. Got it. That's okay. Why. Makes sense. Which, in my opinion, by the way, I like pinning more than shred, but that's a different entirely. You, you um, can actually shred is probably yeah. stronger. Um, but pinning is nice when it happens. Pinning is beautiful. Yeah, but exactly. Shred is more consistent. Pinning is more. I was gonna say pinning is more lobs, not lopsided. Uh, oh God, Dave said this last week. I forgot the word. It's more. Uh, no, no, the word like more one side or the other. Uh, the like black and white. It, Lopsided, yeah, it's more lopsided. It works, it works, it doesn't, it doesn't. There's no like in between. Whereas shred has that, yep. in, it's, it's overall in between better. But I, I pinning is great. Um, do you think it's nice? But you are losing range, and you're, yeah, losing, I was gonna say, range. you're losing range. That's what I thought. The pistols have a 10 inch range, the bolters have an 18 inch range, the heavy bolters have a 24 inch range, and then the, the, the dreadnought is it it's keeps it 36, I think. Yeah, and yeah, loses the shot. Does it g- gain a shot though? Yeah, oh, loses a shot. Gain uh, good. All right. Shots. Yeah, they're a heavy six. All right, all right. I'm not no. gonna say auto take on this. Although, but so, you appeared know, well. So hold on, hold yeah. on. Uh oh, uh oh. Iron warriors are very, very much written around their rights of war, with their war gear options, with all their upgrades. Because in the um, Hammer of Olympia Rite of War, all shrapnel weapons reroll ones to hit. All of a sudden, it's worth the two points. Otherwise, it would only be worth it as a side grade for free. Okay. Because the Thousand Suns one, I believe, is free. And they get Shred, which is arguably more reliable. But if you run the Rite of War, this becomes a lot. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. And the other thing is, with that right of war, you replace Fury of the Legion on your tactical squads with Fury of Olympia. And Fury of Olympia only works on shrapnel weapons. It's the same idea, but shrapnel, and you get to walk forwards and use it. 
Okay, so basically you replace everything with shrapnel. Okay, so then, like, listen, if you if you get an extra shot with the shrapnel and you also reroll ones to hit, then I'd say worth it. And especially because the right of yeah. war is make, almost making it worth it. But it's um, worth it in the right of war, not as a, I'm going to play whatever other setup you want, and I'm going to give this squad shrapnel rounds. And you shoot, and they pass all eight of their saves because you're a basic bolt, and you go, oh. How much is a heavy bolter for a dreadnought? It's free. Out of stupid curiosity. Free. So plus 10 points or plus 5 points for pinning and losing attack? It's not bad. And losing AP. And I mean, while you might not feel it, while, <laughs> while you will not notice it against other marines, um, when Mechanicum drops, you will notice the loss of AP for um, Mechanicum is four. Heavy bolters, so you're four. not really yeah. worried. And your heavy yeah. bolters oh, heavy are now six. Are four? Oh yeah, no, God, they're normally oh, they're four. Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a five. You're oh, they're gonna no. feel it. Oh, God, no. You're yeah. gonna feel it. But in Hammer of Olympia, it's fantastic, and it pairs well with the um, uh, Lissatra yeah. Warlord trait because you have to re-roll those ones you roll for gets hot on those giant squads. True. Yeah, if you're going to do it, that, right. that kind of feels like the combination you want to take that with. Yeah, well, like, you'd literally yes. write your list around it. It's one of those deals. It's good, but it is your list. Yes. Okay. Whereas the Graviton, you could sprinkle in. Warsmith is just a nice, fun, fluffy thing otherwise. So, yeah, Warsmith for 20 points. Shrapnel weapons, 20 points a squad to 40 points a squad. It, it adds up, but it, it's effective. It is okay. definitely effective. All right. All right. Now yeah. we can finally so, go. So we're gonna we're gonna skip Primarchs oh, just as we did before. Me. We are gonna do a separate thing later, sort of uh discussing them slash tier, all, all that kind of stuff. But we'll we'll get to that. Um. So that puts us to the Iron Circle Manipul. Yes. I will one thousand percent take yep. this. There's my okay. This is the unit that I wish Mechanicum had. I don't even fucking care about the rules. I think they just look amazing. <laughs> I would trade my Domitars for these guys in a heartbeat. Not for the rules. I don't give a fuck about the rules. Literally for just the way they look. Because um, god damn, they look cool. This is probably my favorite unit uh, in the game. Top five. My, my favorite unit anyway, in the game. And then suddenly uh, went to top five. The, the, well, the top okay, five. Like, that, top five favorite that's unit. That's the way we say it in English. So, there you go. Yeah. So, movement eight, uh, weapon skill four, which does suck, but weapon skill four, ballistic skill three, strength seven, toughness seven, wep uh, wounds five, initiative three, attacks three, leadership eight, save three. Um, one Domitar is 150 points. So they are um, pricey. They're armed with three weapons. But cheaper than dreadnoughts. They're cheaper than dreadnoughts. They are cheaper than dreadnoughts. I will put that out. Um, I dare say better, but, um, so they're, uh, shrapnel cannon, graviton mall, and they have a battle shield. I'm not going to say that Kasseri probably. They are cybernetica and heavy. They're an automata. Uh, they are relentless. They have hammer of wrath, just straight, straight three. Uh, they are moving bulwark and shield of the iron tyrant. And you can get an additional for a cheaper discount of 135, uh, points a pop. An additional five, I should say. So let's talk about the shield first. The shield basically grants them a five up. So they don't have, I should point out, they don't have the normal um, rule of a um, at atomantic shielding. So let's talk about what they do have. So they have a five up and normal save. Instead. 
Yeah, exactly. They have a five-up and multiple save from their shield. Um, and basically, if they suffer an unsaved wound with the instant death special rule, um, they're not immediately removed as a casualty. They suffer D3 runes instead. Um, which makes it seem then why not just take the animatic shield? And it's the same fucking thing. Well, because in addition, uh, any charges that target the unit that include one of our models equipped with this shield, um, and they're not locked in combat already, or basically receive a disordered charge. You lose that attack, and you also technically lose any bonuses you get to charging as well. So, pretty big. Pretty big. Um, the, the moving bulwark special rule, so basically if um, they are in base contact with another um, um, Iron Circle robot, their invulnerable save gets increased by one to uh, four plus. Um, so, you know, to basically shield wall them. Shield of the Iron Tyrant. So an Iron Circle manacle posed of three, at least three models may be selected as a retinue squad in an attachment that includes Perturabo instead of an elite choice. An Iron Circle manacle selected as a retinue squad counts as Perturabo uh, as the leader. Uh, okay, so basically they count a, a retinue. I should point out that they also um, gain the five of Feel No Pain, though, if Perturabo's in the army and they join Perturabo. So basically an Iron Circle mechanical um, that um, they can't leave by the way, Perter Robo Hall, yeah, they have to stay, that, stay with him forever. Right exactly. But they, ga- they gain Feel No Pain. So, I mean, if you're playing a big boy game and you're taking Perter with Iron Circle anyway, it's just a bonus, honestly. Five of Feel No Pain and a Toughness 7 model, unless you're instant deathing them with a. Um, uh, not, in- not only instant death, but a. Uh, Murder um, oh, Shit, what do Paragon Blades have? I always forget. Yeah. Murder Strike. They're you're getting their field up now. Pain. You have to be careful because oh. they're part of the same units per Narabo, they count towards the 25% Primarchs and Lords of War limit. Yes, yes. Um, and they're the cybernetic unit type, which we funny enough, this is the cool part. We've actually talked about this. If you listen to our podcast about Mechanicum leaks, it is literally the exact same. Uh, I'll really quickly go over it. They have the program behavior. Wait, did they? Fun fact: Did they put program behavior in the main rulebook? No, I don't think so. No. So, um, fun, fun fact: so. <laughs> Does anyone? <laughs> so, someone who runs this, do they know what program behavior is? No, they, they, no, they, they say it right that rule out. Did they? No. Yeah, but they tell oh, true, you. Exactly but I'm just what like, the usually they, they, they say, oh, here's what you do. Okay. Usually they put yeah. programming. Okay. I just find it funny that they, uh, like, whatever. Um, so, yeah, the programming rule is the same thing we said. You, you can move wherever you want, but you must shoot the closest target and you must charge and charge the closest target. And if you're equal, you get to choose. Um, you can't. Uh, um, model with the cybernetic units may fire all weapons they are equipped with. Uh, including this part of a reaction. This rule does not allow them to make reactions otherwise, because um, basically they're robots. Um, they can shoot heavy and ordnance as counting as stationary. They make declare charges if they shot, and I believe they ignore yeah, and they ignore any initiative characteristics when charging into or through difficult or dangerous terrain. Now, as automata, they cannot make reactions. Yeah, you should put out as automata, they can't make reaction. But theoretically, could have Cybernetica that is not Automata, which is why exactly. that one that's why they put it in there. But like I said before, this is just more indication about how close the leaks were to reality. 
But yeah, no, I love this. You scene. actually basically get frag grenades yes. as part of it. Yes, that is yeah. That's a um, pretty substantial thing. Yes. No, I love this unit. They're expensive, but they do what they do, and they do it well. It sucks that their weapons go four, I will say, because then they, they you might, you know, you kind of want to throw them. Yeah, I know, but you want to throw them elite units, so you hit them on fives, which does kind of suck. But let's be honest, you're hitting them well, with a Graviton Maul, which becomes a damage on. soak unit. They have five wounds apiece, exactly. toughness seven, immunity to instant death. I mean, for fuck's sake, they're brutal two in haywire at strength nine. Um, they, they, yeah. they they touch something and it's gonna die. Um, I don't know who wins in a contemptor fight against this though. So contemptors are um, the contemptor because it hits right? on threes and the iron circle hit on fives. But this is a four up and vulnerable. And let's say, ignoring the charge, by the way, let's ignore the charge because one has Hammer of Wrath and one makes you disordered. I'm not going to even count that. You'd have at least two Iron Circle to yes. get the four up, though. No, ignore the four. No, I'm saying five up, five up. They both have five. Oh, mm-hmm. I said four. Both have five up. Um, but he has Haywire and Brutal two. <sighs> and the other one has Brutal three. Although I think the Contemptor has four. The Contemptor have three, three attacks or four attacks? They're both the same number of attacks. They're both three attacks. <sighs> So, I don't know. Hmm. It, it, so the it's going to be harder for the Iron Circle to hit, but easier. It'll be easier to wound because it's going to wound on twos. No, but they're both wounding on twos. They're both wounding. Oh on yeah, twos. sorry. Yeah, both on twos. The, the, the Iron Circle is So no, I mean in that yeah. case the uh, the Contemptor. Overall, would make it. it it's invul is worse, but it's worse by question. one. But it's going to make you take an extra save, and it's you know. Does the, the weapon have... skill is what makes it go? Yeah, because it'd be threes and twos, uh, or fives skill. and twos. Does the yeah. brutal effect haywire? No, right. Does brutal effect haywire? No, right. Because it's not a wound roll. You don't do two haywire no. rules for every. No, wound, no. Right? So brutal is when you take a wound, you take two saves. Yeah, so against it'd be it. taking two invul saves. It works with Haywire perfectly fine okay. because the Haywire says you only take basically restricts how you save against it and exactly allows you to so, wound on twos. If you roll a that's six, not. that's two auto wounds. Hey, so Brutal doesn't tell you you take that many wounds. You take that many saves. No, but let's say you roll a right, six. Right, but Haywire on a yeah. six, there's no saves of any kind. Okay. Yeah, no saves of any kind. Which we're saying, let's but say I roll. You have to do that three times to kill a contemptor. True, but what I'm saying is, like, the you roll that six, only has to you twice. Yeah, and all he has to do is hit you. Oh, because it's brutal remember, three. You're right. And also, yeah, yeah, it's mm. yeah, you're right. It, you, yeah, you would get the two through on that brutal. Right. Sorry, I've been going too much against guys where when they fail any save, I just double them out anyway. But yeah, so. So yeah, you'll, you'll get you the extras, to kill him. but remember, you're only hitting on fives, so you're hoping then for fives and sixes. You know, you're talking about two out, two and nine. True. So you're going to need multiple, multiple rounds, and the other guy's going to do it on you know threes and twos for for that level of an aspect. No, it, it the, the exactly. weapon skills what causes causes the other one to win. Yeah, I agree. But it is more points. So, I mean, you know, 25 more okay, points. So, okay. it does make sense that it, it should be better win. Plus, it's got the it's extra true. wound. It's still very good. All right. What's next? 
Hold on. So one thing before we continue. Oh. Iron Circle, yeah. lore-wise, make me very, very frustrated with a great many people. Because <laughs> everyone know goes, oh my god, Iron Circle are so cool. Here's the thing. They were developed by Perturabo after the heresy began and given out to his lieutenants to keep an eye on them and kill them if they happen to stray away from his orders too far. Every fucking loyalist iron warrior munchkin I know he goes, oh, I'm going to do some iron circle, and it just causes me physical pain. You know who you are, and I know you're listening. I'm surprised. So fun. here's the funny part. I'm surprised. I it think that there should genuinely be a traitor tag. I, there I'm should be a traitor tag. very surprised they don't have the traitor tag because I know about Iron Circle. I know what, that they're very that they're Perturabo specific, um, and they kill anyone who's a loyalist. So I'm very surprised they do not have the traitor tag. Yeah, it, it hurts. It hurts my soul. I knew you were gonna. I'm surprised you didn't mention it sooner. I mean. I don't want to start this unit off on a sour note because it's a really cool unit. Just know that you nah, you will it. be put down. They look cool. Do what you want. Play for fun. Yes, but they do look cool. I'm sorry. Like, I, I on one hand I'm like, yeah, the fluff sucks, but on the other hand I'm like, God, damn, that model does look cool. I should point out, by the way, the the biggest problem with the model are the hammers. Like the very skinny hammer it does suck. Oh yeah, they're gonna get all floppy. Because of their resin. Yeah. That, 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 that hammers. And it's going to sit in your car and it's going to yeah. melt. It's, 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 it's going to look like a boomerang yeah. when it arrives to you. The bend that thing's going to have. But they are cool. And now, <laughs> if you're a Loyalist Iron Wars player, play right. have fun. Do cool stuff. Don't, 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 don't listen to these. Uh, thank you. The next ones. I, I love the next unit as well. These are my... And okay. the last unit yeah, that we got in the book. One. Tyrant Siege Terminators. Because we got no nope. name characters on launch. Hey! Yeah, fuck you. All right. <laughs> and the horse Tyrant Siege right Terminator squads. I'll cover these guys no, super no, no, fast no, no, unless Dave really wants to. Alright, so Tyrant Siege Terminators are absolutely normal Terminators except for one thing. They got yep. rocket launchers on their backs. It's a whole squad all kitted out with the um, Cyclone missile launchers. And this time, they get flak missiles. Um, so yeah, it's literally just a standard Terminator squad, but they come stocked with power fists that they could upgrade to chain fists for five points a model. Um, the first five guys are 300 points, um, so you're paying 125 point tax for effectively um, 10 missile launchers. Not the worst well, trade. Not a not, bad trade at all. Fire their combi bolters too, I should point out. Because, uh, where are these boys? Let's take a look at this. It's thing. not. Yeah, I would say because it's the oh, power, and the power fist fist. as well. That's a 10-point upgrade per model. 10 points, so that's an extra 50. So you're looking at yeah, 225, so it's, so it's 75 points more. So you're paying 75 points. And these guys do at least have fire and yeah. protocols too. 75 points to add 10 missiles. Yup. So they can shoot their bolters and their missiles. Yep. Um, let's see. So some things changed around. They lost the from last edition. They lost the option to take combine weapons other than bolters. Um, but they gained the ability to replace the bolter and power weapon for lightning claws, which is an interesting one. Oh, and okay. now for some reason, the sergeant can take a grenade harness. 
because they can do melee lightning closet listen uh, people are people make fun of me i hate right, lightning but where does the grenade launcher go where does I'll, it go he shoots it out of his fucking tits i don't give a shit you know how small those grenade launchers all you need to do is frag grenade like it's a fucking uh he shoots it out of his wrist like the hilarious custodians do <laughs> i don't fucking know and then um let's see so the siege master which is the unit leader also gains an omni scope as piece of war gear which allows you to ignore all effects of night fighting. And when you make an interceptor, you do not use up your reaction. So essentially, it's a... Um, so fucking good. I'm yeah. blanking on the names. Augury scanner, but better. Yeah. It, it's a couple of those upgrades all together. Yeah. Um, it's a solid I, I, unit. Really, I should, yeah, I would say that is a solid... Because... One of my favorite pieces of war gear. Yeah. The ignoring night solid, is- solid unit. Like ignoring night fighting is already good enough because that ignores the range and the ballistic skill and the leadership, which is great. Um, ignoring or making interceptor basically free is 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 just oh, so good. It's worth ten points. It's worth ten points. All right, no, no, but making the interceptor free, not not the not the omniscope. Wait, the omniscope is not ten points. Wait, what? No, no, no. I'm saying the ability to over to um. Interceptor for free is worth ten points. Oh yes. Oh, from the okay. I was like, wait, what? Yep. The missile is the same, right? Am I? I'm not stupid, right? It's still the. No, it's better. No, in general, it's now a nor like crack. Crack missiles are because crack crack is eight heavy too. These are heavy too. Well, yeah, they got the two missiles on their back, so it is. I understand the heavy is a frag missile heavy two on a normal missile launcher. This is heavy for oh, so this mm. so instead of being instead of being yeah. blasted, it's four shots. Which please thank God. I remember someone had a ten unit siege tire and shot like yep. I think it was twenty small blasts. I wanted to die. It was yeah. the yep. most <laughs> most time consuming shit in the world. Um, and they're yeah. pinning now. And that's on based frag. on frag. Yeah, yeah, frag is is and the sky fire is real nice too. Skyfire is really, really nice too because a lot of the armor values and point values went down for flyers. Like flyers are still as dangerous, but they're easier to take down, especially with intercept. The fact that they have Skyfire and could intercept for free, like if my Xython comes in and you have a unit of five of these assholes, it is got that Xython is gone. I don't know, yeah. 48 inches. You can Although I will say one thing to the detriment of Tyrant Siege Terminators is that Ultramarines in the PDF release stole them, and gave them better missiles, which okay. makes me I, very so sad. I, I knew you were going to say that, and I brought up the Ultramarine PDF, because I, oh. I, I, I know we you were comparing You know me so well, Dan. What happened? You know me so well. Yeah, I was like, because I knew, I was like, this sounds a lot like the Ultramarines. We t- we, well, we didn't talk about them yet, um, but I, I do want to point them out, because um, I know we didn't talk about Ultramarines yet, but just bear with me. There's a reason why. So I knew you were going to say that. So the Ultramarine missiles are Strength 8 AP2, right? Brutal 2, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. Heavy 1, though, 24 inches. That's completely fine. That is completely fine, because they are it's AP2. Two, I listen, I think it's two instant deathing motherfuckers left and right. Yeah, and I agree, but the Brutal 2 is great. But here you have two shots... Strength 80. Like, I would use their crack missiles against more. The Ultramarines get a plus one on the vehicle damage table. 
tire yeah. siege terminators do not. That is true. Okay. Yeah. The but anyway, yeah, you need to bring that up because has I neutered so many things. Before you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, makes me a sad, sad. Makes actually makes me a bitter boy. Very bitter. Kind of salty. So yeah, that works actually very for the Legion. Legion. Um. Yeah. So no uh, special characters in the book. All right. So. That's really oh, no, 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 it. No, I mean, no. Yeah, well, that, that's it oh, for them. Now, there, we do have some other ones because P they did release that other document. Exactly. I was going to go. So yeah. we'll go to that. Yes. So document. which one do you want to go to? Do you want to go to Armors of Renown? Exemplary, yeah. exemplary Battles. Yeah, let's go to Exemplary. We've been doing ready. them first. So, um, right. so we go to the Exemplary Battles PDF, page four. Mm -hmm. The Iron Warriors Dominator Cohort. It's a zero to one choice. You can only include this unit once in your army. These guys are the precursors to the um, Iron Circle. Yes. They were Pearl Rebels bodyguards until they, got... they kind of fucked up at the Battle of Fall and Pearl Rebel got attacked by Imperial Fists. This led him to become very, very mad. Um, Gold dies and he goes. The other guy, you're disgraced. You're no longer part of my inner circle. Um, can promote other guys to take your places. Dominator cohort, you have lost your place of privilege as my bodyguards. You are going to be replaced by these robots. So, Not even, I should put up, they didn't even get stripped. They didn't even get like they, they didn't just get insulted. They got literally stripped of like they didn't just go down a rank. They got stripped of like everything. Yep. Like, he didn't just, like, all right, yep. you're demoted. He goes, you're trash now. So I just want to point that yep. out. He, like... His, uh, <laughs> yeah. They can, because you could play a game pre-Battle of Fall. Yeah, pre-Battle, exactly. But anyway, let's um, talk. <laughs> yes. So, um, yes. The Iron Dominant Cohort, the premiere of the Tyranticos. Um, so, standard... Uh, Cataphracty stat line, but they are weapon skill 5. And they are all leadership 9, not just the leader, because there is no unit leader. What? Well, that's because it's a command squad, has chosen warriors, yes. has all that good stuff. Um, they come stock with combi bolters and thunder hammers, and this is all for only a 50 points bump. I think there's not steel. even a 50 point bump. Hold on, you forgot my favorite special rule. 15 points? You're, you're missing uh, well, I'm this. getting that. Listen, just go. already. Yeah. Already it's a steal. Okay? For 50 points, you're upgrading the Thunder Hammers, which means you're saving 25 points on Thunder Hammers. And you're also getting weapon skill uh, increases. Beautiful. You lose an attack on the Sergeant. Big whoop. Yeah. Um, for the special rules, they have Relentless, like normal. They have True Stubborn, not the fake Stubborn and Inexorable rule. They have... Um, Hatred Automata. So in the first round of combat, they re-roll hits against Automata models. It's great. It's so much fun. They Those once honored, they they literally took their jobs. Mm -hmm. Robots took my job. Um those once honored, bulky two, chosen warriors. So chosen warriors, anyone could accept a challenge. Those once honored is the whole thing, talk about them being a retinue squad for Perturabo instead of an elite's choice. Um, and six up, pain. if, if you do that, you, yep, you get six up, feel no pain, and lose the hatred rule. 
And if you do that, you cannot include any iron circle because you're playing a force set exactly. battle, battle of battle fall. Because this exactly. is first and foremost a narrative game. All right. Um, transports, they could take a land or land raider Proteus as long as it's five miles or less. Um, it does not have the Spartan option for larger squads. Well, no, you can still take a Spartan, it's just it can't be a dedicated. Right, right. Well, right, but the standard terminators do. Yes, standard terminators are have that correct. as a dedicated. Um, they can, yep. So you don't have the Spartan option by default. Um, you get the five additional guys at 40 points each. For every five, one of them can replace a combi with a heavy flamer or reaper autocannon. That's pretty standard. Or the main reason I love this unit, you could give them a multi-melter. Yep. Which gives you a multi-melter they could walk around with and shoot, which is just fun. It's extra fun on Iron Warriors because you're getting plus one strength. Now it's a strength nine multi-melter, and whatever you look at is going to turn to slag. Um, Thunderhammered for his chain fist is a free swap. Don't forget. Because they are Iron Warriors, you can replace their Thunder Hammers with the Graviton Crushers. Yeah. Crushers, yeah. They're free. Uh, maybe consider one or two, but I, I'm not convinced. So maybe skip it. And then additionally, oh, any of them know. can replace their Combi Bolters with either a Magna Combi Weapon or a Minor Combi Weapon. Those being, you know, your Meltas, Plasmas, or your Flamers, Volkites, and Grenade Launchers. Yep. I mean, it's um, a good unit. It's a fun <laughs> unit. I yeah. enjoy it. Fluffy. Um, I, I'll put it this way. I never ran Terminators until this unit came out. I went, holy shit, I have a multi-melted Terminator. That's fucking rad. Let's go. Yeah. They're, good. they're, they're good. fun. They're, they're cheaper for what they outfit them with. They, I, think they're co- I think they're competitive. You actually get to save some points. Yep. The only downside is that it restricts your outfitting, but that's not that bad. No, uh, for the points cost, I think it's fine. Um, again, you you don't want to necessarily throw these guys against you know certain giant you know blob squads stuff like that because you know some weapons might be able to just cut through more. But yeah, that I mean they have the what they have the let me take a look. The, they have the weapon skill bump though. So they're cheaper, and they get the extra weapon skill bump. So yeah, actually, even they throwing do. these guys against a giant squad, yeah, your thunder hammers, you know, you're only going to say let let's say you didn't charge anything, like, you're only two attacks each or something like that. You're not getting those rerolls, but I am hitting you easier, and I'm wounding you on twos if it's a giant squad. So you can still throw them wherever you want. So these guys are actually very good. Yeah, yeah. No, I love these guys. They're fun. It's a shame you only had one unit. It, it makes sense. if they you were allowed more than one unit, these guys would be 300 points. It'd be the standard uh, special yeah. uh, Terminator. I like them. Points cost. Yeah. No, I like them. They're, they're good. I like them a lot. The, this is one of the good ones. And they're fluffy, so I can't even be mad. All yeah. Right. All right. Here's the weird one about the next. So do you want to so do you want to do the Iron Circle before or Iron Circle? Iron Havocs before yes. the um, uh, uh, I will go Iron Havocs, if that's what I you know, mean. Yeah. This, Havocs. Yeah. I'm going in the list that I have written down so that way I can do my um, timestamps easier. So that's the order that we're doing things in. Oh, no, good. You know, it's more of like, um, I don't know why the Tormentor came uh, first, but to. okay. They can do what they want. All right. So look at these, uh, yeah, exactly. these Iron Havoc. So 135 points for five guys. Um, standard Marine profile for most extent, although they are Ballista Skill 5. So they do have a better Ballista Skill. 
Um, they have shrapnel cannons, which we went through. So it's your essentially shrapnel style heavy bolter, bolt pistol, fry and crack, their power armor, and they have um, a ferrum ocularis, which we'll get to. Um, heavy, which is nice. Um, dedicated transport. If there's no more than 10, they can take a rhino. Um, they are 20 points each for an additional guy. You can take out the five more, so you can go up to 10. They can take the sort of, you know, the, the Vexilla, the scanner, the, the standard things for an infantry style unit. Um, all units in, I'm sorry, all models in this unit may exchange their shrapnel cannon for one of the following. So you can switch everyone to an auto cannon if you want. We talked before about how auto cannons aren't necessarily a bad option for these guys because, or, or just in the army in general, because what you might be targeting at or wanting to target those at, you'll get the plus one strength. So you have that better strength on those. You can swap out to missile launchers for five extra points or last cans for 15. Um, the sergeant can take sort of standard sergeant things and he can take the artificer armor once. He's the one who can take the Nunzio Vox. So you can get one in the unit, but it actually goes on him, and he can take his uh, melta bombs. For that, um, Ocularis shooting attacks made with a weapon with the heavy type by model with a ferrum Ocularis gain precision strikes six plus special rule, as long as the attack is not made part of a reaction or snapshot. So essentially, as long as you stood there and shot normally, you actually have precision shots on a six. Um, so uh, you guys have played before me. I, I kind of like these guys, you know, based with their shrapnel cannons or I, I could see even going to like the missile launcher. Cause I kind of just, I, I kind of like that as well. I think the last cannon you might be just getting a little bit too expensive. Um, it's, that's pretty standard for their cost, but for the bonuses, these guys get, I'm not actually, I kind of, I think I like them with the shrapnel because you know, if I'm getting precision shots, I want more dice. And this is my way to get the best amount of dice. And that means that maybe I have a better chance at actually getting that pinning because I'm, you know, picking out a little bit more of maybe what I want. Yeah. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Um, Ignoring last edition, I think you absolutely nailed it. And that this unit works exactly the way, you know, exactly the way you say you load them up, you just keep them with the base shrapnel cannon, and you go, okay, here's, you know, 20 dice on five guys, and Hammer of Olympia yeah. will be re-rolling those ones. Um, you know, here's five precision shots, yeah. take Thanks. a bunch Blizzard of saves. Skill. And yeah. then they take a pinning test afterwards, because it, it's with, pinning. With, yeah, with Ballista Skill 5, they're yeah. only missing on ones, and if you took that Hammer of Olympia, now I'm just getting re-rolls, so I'm getting realistically pretty much everything out of 20 shots. Realistically, you're hitting all but maybe one. You know, on average, because you're only going to miss like three, and then two thirds. You yep. know, most of those are going to hit. So, I, I think where people get salty about this, and I remember talking about this with with uh, the unit they used uh, to okay. be. Exactly, people are comparing them better. with the unit that they used to be. Iron Circle in 1.0 used to be the anti tank squad. Yeah. Iron Havoc, sorry, Iron Havoc used to be the anti tank squad. They got the bonuses to attack tanks. They basically took out armored yep. vehicles. They got tank. Yeah. So they got I tank. See. They used to get tank hunters to re-roll yeah. um, penetration against tanks. Yeah, and they got I, a cover save debuff last edition okay. instead of having the precision shots. I think so all cover and jinx saves are yeah. minus one. Absolutely. I think their role has completely changed. Yes, the rule shift. I mean, yes, they I also used to mix weapons. 
Oh, that they is true. They did mixed weapons, and now they don't. But I mean, honestly, even, sure if you take the a couple. even if you take them with auto cannons, I still it's a free upgrade. I would still take. I know you guys were making the argument for shrapnel cannons and pinning and the real ones, but even with the fucking auto cannons, that's still a good unit in my opinion for 135 well, points. Here's the argument for the last cannons. It's a it's a fucking sniper rifle. If you roll that six to it's hit, a sniper rifle that will kill. Take the sergeant, you go boom. Because you know that's probably doubling out whatever yeah, you're targeting. Now you're looking at two ten for these guys. That's true. Nine, I'm not opposed 82. to it, but I I I don't have like last cannon squads right now just because the, the points. I just I, I I I can't convince myself that that's okay for the moment. So I ran a last cannon squad and a bolter squad. One of each in my last two games. The bolters in general do more work. Whoever the last cannons point themselves at is going to feel it immediately, making yeah. them the target the next turn. Honestly, if you don't care about keeping your warlord alive, give attach that one guy to this unit. To give them the extra shot on the last cannons is that they get two shots per last cannon with precision shots on sixes and hitting on twos and go to town. Yep, just pick something and decide I'm going to nuke that squad. That that squad's dead this turn because ten to twenty last cannon squads will put a hole in it's it, pretty it, much anything. It's like the old because that would make um, it gets hot as well. The, yeah, the sun killers. Yep, that's okay. You, you it's the old carnival. You're not going to miss. You hit the enemy yeah, and fabric yourself. Something's dying. Exactly. And that's always fun. Um, These guys should have been what the yeah, Sun Killers are, that. in my opinion. Special rules wise. Because the Sun Killers got the um, can't get feel no pains and shrouded, which I felt was more appropriate for the Iron Havocs. Whereas precision shots, to me, feels more like an Emperor's Trojan kind of thing. But that's just me being salty and bitter, as is tradition. I can, I can right. see that change. But, you know, the unit's great. I would love a five and heavy bolter squad. is such an easy thing just throw in to your list. Like, all right, I got 130 points spare. Throw in, you know, the Artificer Armor because you have to. The Augury Scanner because, of course, you're going to. And just sit it somewhere and then just light up the field, pick a unit and pin it every turn. Yeah. Or try to pin it at least. True, but I mean with the precision shots, you have a better chance because you can try to pick out the sergeant. You lower him by one, that's greatly increasing your odds. Absolutely. Know. They 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 are very cool. Absolutely. All right. All right. Uh Dan, you wanted to talk about the giant tank? Yeah, I'll take part of it. So yeah, the big reason I because I did a little so this is a basically a shadow sword for 50 more points and a, and a couple more things, obviously. So uh, and I'm going to say right now ahead of time, it is absolutely fucking worth the 50 extra points. Like, uh, like if you're going to take a Lord of War, take this. Although I didn't do the math on what point you need. Uh, what is, it? is it 20 percent? It's four times. It's four times this. So you need a. A uh, a three thousand six hundred point game minimum. Game. To okay, so yeah. if you're playing a three thousand, you ought like this. I'm not gonna say it's auto take, but please, it's just so good. So anyway, it, like I said before, it's a shadow sword. One of the major differences automatically off the shadow sword is that it one is ballistic skill five, two has a transport capacity. In fact, it has a transport capacity of twenty four, 
which is higher than the other um, uh, super heavy transport that has a transport capacity. The Stormlord, which can only carry 10. So that's, that's one major difference there. That it carries 24 and the Ballistic Skill 5. Which is already good. It still has the turret-mounted uh, volcano cannon. All right. The it still has the whole front-mounted twin-linked heavy bolter. It still now this is where it completely changes. It has a whole left-mounted las cannon, whole left-mounted twin-linked heavy bolter, whole right-mounted las cannon, whole right uh, twin-linked heavy bolter. So I, those are actually the same. Actually, I don't know why they changed the word. Actually, sorry about that. That's exactly the same. Smoke launcher, searchlight, smoke launchers. Oh, searchlight. So actually, it's it's hey. four. No, no, you don't have to pay for the searchlight. You have to pay for it on the other one. I know that that point, that one point, yeah. it's yeah, all different. Points on five points. Like it's more but expensive now. It's five points. So actually, you're saving fifty-five points. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, the other major difference, besides this having a transport capacity, is the fact that this has a void shield, which is massive. Remember, a void shield is a basically a free armor 12 wound um, that can come back. Um, basically, they have to glance or penetrate it. To, it'll absorb a hit. Um, and, and then the fact that it has torment, which basically... Um, it's the dedicated transport for Perturabo. So basically, you have. So, fun fact you have to take Perturabo and this. So, it's even higher than the 3600 point game. Well, you don't know. You can yeah. take this by itself. I mean, you could just take this alone. Yeah, you can't don't you? have to put. You could take this alone. You yeah, take okay, you take it alone. Okay. Take it, and when you take it, you don't have to take him. Okay, put Perturabo in the casual 6000 point game. Uh, but no, yeah. This is a really good vehicle. It's a, it's a ballistic so, skill five. Uh, it's got transport capacity. You could stick twenty-four fucking space marines in there if you want. Um, or I just I I just checked. Um, this has the transport-based special rule. It can transport dreadnoughts and Autobata. Oh, so we were okay. That's where okay. Yes. We were trying to figure so this out. Dreadnought. Yeah, this is something we spent we like were, 10 we minutes were before searching. we started trying to figure this out. We were fucking I finally searching. found it. Thank you. So each dreadnought counts as ten. Models okay, automata and cavalry. So you could put bikes in here for some reason. Can use up twice their starting wounds. So each um, automata would be what ten. Each, no, each, ha each hammer bros ten. Yeah, yeah. So you get two of these guys plus Perturabo in there. This, I mean, it's it's a. I, I can't say much about it. It's well, a fucking amazing vehicle. Points, it better be pretty good. If, like, Yes, it's also 900 points. You can't fit it unless you're playing 3600 points, but yeah. you're playing a 4,000 point over. game. Um, if you want to run a vehicle, like, it is a um, minimum 3,300 point game. Hold on. It, I should yeah. point out, by the way, it is a shadow sword. Oh, I know. By the way. So you it, have to own it. There's nothing special technically about Is it like 150 from G, G, GW? Hold on. It's, it's, you I know it's the game blade. It and add a transport capacity. And that's the problem. Oh, but no, because you would just. So you move the Shadow Sword part up. Because I remember building right. a game blade. It's, so you take the Shadow Sword part, instead of putting it on the back half of the tank, you instead move it to the front half of the tank, and then you and add the storm. Fill in. No, no. You just, you just fill. Mm -hmm. You put the storm. Blade. What the fuck is it called? And it's not a storm blade. Storm, it's storm, storm, storm Lord. Storm Lord. You put the Storm Lord in the back piece. I'm I'm looking at Games Workshop to see if there it allows the story. Although here's the weird part: the picture doesn't show anything but the Bane Blade. So I guess they it's, took away the fact that wait the what? 
No. The various options. There no, but I thought the be, kit's only showing I the Beyblade. Say it was a few kits, though. Unless I'm, I'm like for all of them at one point. It might be now. You'd probably have to look at. You'd have uh, to read about it, is all. Yeah, let me just do high low. Oh, there it is, Shadow Sword. Hello, Shadow Sword. So, what can the Shadow Sword build? Uh, I can build the Bane Blade, the Hellhammer, the Bane Sword, the Storm Sword, the Bane Hammer, the Dude. It builds all of them. So, what was the one? It was Steve. It was the what? Storm. Storm Lord. That's the Bolter one. And give me a second. Storm Sword. Yes, Storm Lord. So yeah, you put the Volcano Cannon to the front. Because the problem is the Volcano Cannon is stuck to the back. So you move that up to the front. I remember seeing this on uh, YouTube, by the way. Some guy, I wish I could have remembered. There's like a special name for it, but someone actually magnetized all the variants of the Bane Blade and he showed how to do it. Octoblade, thank you. Oh my god, you remember. It's called the Octoblade. If you look at it on YouTube, it's very simple. It's called the Octoblade. And he shows you how to magnetize it, but essentially... He does the Tormentor variant, which is you move that sh- that volcano gun up to the first half of the Bane blade, and then you put the bay in the back, and it works perfectly. It literally—that's what uh, Brett did. One of our friends, Brett, who plays Iron Warriors, did exactly that, and it literally works exactly the way you want it to. Well, the uh, one downside of this tank is that you cannot upgrade the heavy bolters because it's a unique model, which means it cannot take yep. any upgrades that are not listed on the profile. So no pinning heavy bolters. BS5 volcano cannon. You'll be fine. BS5 volcano <laughs> cannon. You are a thousand and a void Which shield. I have never what? run this model. But it Fuck is transport dope. capacity. For 50 points, you get a void shield. I'll take that shit. <laughs> like, fuck. I don't even give a shit about the transport capacity. It's a BS5 with a the void tormentor shield. Tormentor is, is a great way to show that all the Bane Blades are way overpriced in this document. It's like, look, I, you get a voice show capacity 50 points. I 1,000% agree. Like, I'm comparing this to the Shadow Sword, and I'm like, why the fuck would why? I ever take this? Yeah, why? If I have the extra... We're playing a big... Because, eight, what, a Shadow Sword's 850, so um, that requires a, what, a 3,400-point game? was, I think they wanted to price all the Bane Blades out of a 2,000-point game. And push them to three thousand and bigger games. Yeah, I think that's I why they did it. Two thousand points didn't games. scale the stats to correlate with that. Yeah, they gained hull points, but they didn't really gain. Oh, twelve hull points is still a, twelve hull points is still. They were good. nine last edition. They were nine. They're now twelve. That's oh, one God. extra penetrating hit. Two extra penetrating hits they could take. Okay. They also lost some armor value in the front. Oh, they. Oh, they weren't. You're right. They were armor 14 in the front. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's just, this is a, it's a good, if you're playing a big game, don't take a Shadow Sword. Take a Tormentor if you're playing Iron Wars. All right. This um, counts as a named character for anybody wondering in terms of no, event it's restrictions. It's a unique unit. It's a, it's a named it's character. This is just as named as Brayarth Ashmantle is. <laughs> All right. Um, how many? Spe- they got a lot of special characters. But they're in this the update. only There's special four, right? characters three. they have. So, three. all right. Exactly. One for each. Yeah. Anyone have a specific? These one are really fast. Do? These are really. Yeah. Fast. They, anyone have- You'll do what? I'll do. I'll do Narik. Actually, I'll do Narik and uh, Narik actually because it's got the uh, hard A on the triangle. The Drager. Right. Yeah, I'll well, take Drake. Which one did you do, Steve? This is your legion, so I want to give you uh, first first choices. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do Golg. It's, it's it's straightforward. So Erasmus Golg, he is a Praetor in stats. See his stats. Um, he's literally a Praetor stat line. He gets a Combi Melta, a special chain fist called Extricator, Cataphracty Terminator, a Nuncio Box, and an Augury Scanner. Okay. Um, as a Cataphracty, he's heavy. Um, Masters of Legion, Human Character, Relentless, Stubborn. Stubborn, that's fun. Bulky Hammer of Wrath 2, because he's so into body slamming people. Um, that was the thing in last edition 2, I believe. And Bloody Handed as the Warlord trait. So he just gets that one by default from the generic okay. lineup of Warlord traits. Okay. Um, Extricator, it's a Chain Fist, but it's always Strength 10, AP 2, Melee, Armor Bane, and Melee. Um, Mastercraft, it's your Roll Miss, and Unwieldy. Okay. It's, a, it's a stronger Mastercrafted Chain Fist. Really yeah. straightforward. 175 points, I don't think is bad. I think the downside of this guy is one. He does not count as a Warsmith, which he should. And two, he has a locked-in Warlord trait. Although you don't have to take him as a Warlord. And I'm glad, so that way you can you make, your own to, Warsmith. Yeah. make your own Warsmith. <clears throat> I will say, actually, I want to point out, because uh, me and Dave actually found this before. Um, I think he's worth the points because he's Mastercrafted. You can't Mastercraft weapons on a Cataphracti or Tartarus Praetor. We we were we were figuring this out he's, before. He's this cool. Story. I think he's points efficient. How much is a tar- how much is a Tartarus? Uh, sorry, Cataphracti. They're one thirty five base. They can't normally base. take the Nunzia Voxen Aubrey okay. Scanner, but for most units, those are ten point upgrades each. It's ten points. So he's pretty much yeah. like normally priced out. Yeah. Maybe he has like a slight pricing edge. Oh, yeah, and he's got a combi melter, which he's all right. The hammer of wrath. Yeah. He lost stuff from the last edition, though. Um, last edition, he was able to make yeah. Legion Terminators into troops' choices just oh, by yeah. being um, in the army. So you really know, nice, which is why a lot of people ran him because you could do a fake pride uh, of the Legion for with those who all their rights, have their books in front of them. Okay, uh, bloody handed the warlord cool. trait. Um, it's any combat with these one friendly model within 12 inches of the warlord or the warlord's combat itself you get plus one to number of wounds for the purposes of combat res so essentially it counts like a banner um, and then you get an additional reaction in the assault phase because I did not know what that meant I honestly haven't really looked at the base warlord traits much so I wanted to say that in case someone else was listening okay no no, that was Mm. good all right um, Mayrick Drager. Um, I think oh, he's hold also up. one. One thing oh, sorry, before sorry. we move oh. on. Oh, go, go, go! I go. just realized no. this fucker does not say traitor. It should, but it doesn't. That's weird. <laughs> the That's next fucking. Well, but, but here's the thing. Man, they probably forgot it. To be honest, the next one doesn't. And so is the last one. Which means there's only a single traitor only thing in the oh, Legion Perturabo and that is, is Perturabo Perturabo himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's listed as traitor. Okay. Yeah. Literally, even the, even the Tormentor can be taken by loyalists. The only thing in the entire Legion that's traitor only I, is Perturabo himself. That's weird. Goddamn. So, Nairik Dreger um, looks like a... St- 
standard, not a Praetor, a Centurion stat line. What is it? Five, five, four, four, three, five, three, uh, nine is a Centurion. Yeah. Centurion yeah, with an X, with an extra, yeah. um, wound. Yeah, Centurions are two wounds. Centurions only wound two wounds? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So he's got a Mastercrafted Bolt Pistol, the Graviton Gauntlet. That's a Mechanicum weapon. Hmm, good. I can see preview that as well. Mm. Artificier. Exactly. I'm like, oh, look at all these Mechanicum weapons that are secretly being told to me. Artificier armor, refractor field, the cra- the grenades, frag and crack, cortex controller, and a cortex designator. Not sure what the designator is, but that's going to have rules. Uh, he's master of um, automata, so he can take automata. He's Legionis Cybernetica, which doesn't have an actual rule as I, at a quick glance down here. So does that did, mean... Did you know what this guy did? Yeah, what is that? Um, whatever. He's Pretty the Revenant's Pawn. No, I did not. That's really weird. <laughs> I'm, that's two in a row. That's two in a row. <laughs> Yeah. Like the fact that his name was Nayrik the, the day here. Legionis Cybernetica re- only shows up in this Probably. document. Only shows up here. It's the Legion. Yeah. It's the Legion Pravian special rule. It allows him to be oh, a, okay, to be a unit with Got a it. single okay. Castellax or Vorax man. Oh, perfect. And we don't even know what Castellax or Vorax are until Mechanic can yeah. get released. He, but... he he not yeah. He's a special Pravian. Okay, which means nothing until that book drops. I mean, we kind of released. I mean, like we said, the rules are pretty much not finalized, but like 90%. So, Cortex Designator. When rolling to hit for a model with the Automata unit type as part of a shooting attack, add plus one to the result of the roll if the enemy unit uh, targeted by the attack has already been a target of another friendly model with a special roll in the same shooting phase. And if the attacking model is within six inches of the friendly unit, uh, this does not affect attacks made you with the blast or barrage special rolls. Okay, so he's got. Okay, that's good. I don't mind that at all. So basically, he has a laser pointer for all the other robots. I mean, the other one has to be six inches from from that friendly model, but I mean, that's uh, it's not bad. Plus one hit, especially with automatas that hit on usually ballistic skill four, as we saw. Um, now becoming basically hitting on twos, it's not bad. That's not bad at all. Cough, cough. Give him like photon thrusters. Hitting, hitting on twos. Get the fuck out of here. Ugh. Oh my god. Ew. Graviton gauntlet. This is a melee weapon, strength 8, AP 2, melee, unwieldy, specialist weapon, and haywire. All right, so it's a power fist with haywire. It's power fists are still specialist, right? Yes. Yep. Chain fists are not. Power fists are. Yeah, it's a, it's a power fist with haywire. Okay. And the Revenant's Pawn, um, when including an allied attachment that is part of an, uh, a primary attachment whose warlord is either Cassian Dracos Reborn or Xiphus Jur, I do believe... Wait, these guys are the ones who survived. Well, they're both from this document, yes. Yes, this okay. This is the Shattered I... Legions. This is oh, okay. the rule. Basically, so he's a Shattered Cassian, Legions army. Cassian Dracos gets... is Salamanders, right? And Xiphus yep. Jur is White Stars? Cassian Dracos is the Dreadnought, and I... I don't know. Zyphus, sure. Is Zyphus? Hold on. This is a quick Google. Give me a sec. Well, anyway, um, let me Google this while I read it. Um, The allied attachment um, that he's a part of um, does not use up a force organization choice and does not count to the minimum requirement unit the armor select. In addition, you gain plus one attack and the stubborn special rule if you're within 12 inches of Cassian Dracos. So, I mean, I I don't want to talk about Cassian Dracos. Hey, Salamanders. Oh, he's also Salamanders. Yeah, I just Googled it. 
Um, I don't want to like go to them, but I guess Cassian Dracos is a really cool model. Like, I don't know. Is he but in this? The rules are horrendous. Oh, really? Oh, that's... yeah. I'm trying Imagine to see. Three hundred points for a normal, not even a contemptor dreadnought. Cassian Dracos reborn sixty nine. Just gonna take a quick peek at his rules. Give me five seconds. Um. So what's funny is this guy should not have the loyalist rule. Because for the first bit of the war, he was a traitor. And he later defects to the Loyalist side after an undisclosed um, interaction between himself and the Salamanders. Um, there's lots of rumors about it. Some people say that he um, was just convinced that he was on the wrong side of history. Some people say that they were actually able to hack him through his cybernetic upgrades, since Salamanders are really good at technology, too. So real quick, I'm going to point out, I know you kind of made fun of him for being 310 points. Um, He's terrible. He can heal himself two wounds a turn. Because he's got, he doesn't have the limit. Remember the one, remember that one cybernetic machine, I think it was Dark Angels, that had the limit of what it can do. It can't cast the power, but it has the weapon. This mm-hmm. one has artificial machina. So he can actually heal himself twice a turn. But that doesn't mean anything to me until that book comes out, Dan. Very true. Yeah, yes. Play test rules, he can do that. Yeah. But he's not, I mean, I'm not going to say he's worth 310 points, but like... He's just... We'll talk about him when we get to the Yeah. We'll talk about him when we get to So, I'll get to the last one here. Let me put my little timestamp through my life easier. Okay, so Caravalen. Um, move seven weapons, go six, five, fours across the board, initiative five. So... Praetor looking stat line actually. Um, carries a Volkite charger. So actually, if you want to use mm-hmm. this guy, the, the 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 base ones they have actually do work. Um, and Aegeus, he's artificial armor and Halo. He's got his grenades. He's actually got melt bombs on him. Uh, server arm and a Cortex controller. Uh, much like a Praetor, he has Master of the Legion, so he'll let you take rights of war and all. Um, he's a Master of Automata. Um, Battle hardened one. What does battle hardened do? Oh, that's battle hardened one. Uh, it means that yes. purposes yeah, of toughness is death. Yeah, Bowsmith is three. He's got six of feel no pain. He is loyal yeah. as well, and he has his set warlord trait. So his best warlord trait is battle logistician. Um, when this warlord trait is selected before deployment and before any models are placed on the board. The controlling player may select a single unit of any type that begins the game deployed on the table. Whilst all models that are part of the selected unit are within the controlling player's deployment zone, this unit gains the relentless special rule. In addition, an army whose warlord has this trait makes additional reaction in the opposing player's movement phase. So you can choose one of your units to be relentless, which means you can choose it on that heavy weapon squad who now can be moving around or repositioning as needed and still get fired just fine. Um, That's very useful. That's a a good word. You you selected well ahead of time. You can figure out what unit you want. Um, For the Aegeus, it's a power weapon, Mm -hmm. strength plus two AP three. It's melee breaching on a four up causes blind and it is master crafted. So oh. that is pretty good. So he okay. normal, he's quite a bit more than a normal Praetor. 
the blind but makes he that does get a lot of special rules. So, so this is someone who you're taking if, like I said, he's he's master of automata. So you're taking him if you want to go that kind of route. If you're going to be careful of things, because he also has the battlesmith and all of that. But otherwise, he's good, and and his warlord trade is nice. Yeah. And that we- that weapon is really nice. Blind with breaching means like if you breach someone, yeah, kill them, and they take the blind. Oh no, you just have to hit someone. Never mind. Oh, that's a really good. Ask uh, a question, Steve. Did we ever figure out that server arm no. is plus one to battlesmith? No, it's not yep. plus one. It's not plus so one. Machinator is the only one. Okay, so still yep. heal a wound of three. Um, once again, Kirvalen should be a warsmith, but there's no rule yes. game that he. Is. They didn't do that. They just gave him pretty much everything. Oh, yeah. Else. But he's, he is a oh, he's cool. Yes, right here. He yes. is a loyalist, though, Steve. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not angry. He is a loyalist through and through. Okay. He okay. doesn't change sides, but he should be a warsmith. Well, like Gold okay. should he's be a warsmith. He's not missing much from warsmith because he's got a servo arm. No, but what he's okay. what he's missing is the right of war. He doesn't unlock the um, true, um, but he at least does unlock the right, right of war for okay. you because he does. He is a praetor. Yeah, yeah, for his yeah. master, yeah, master, yeah, master, master legion, but and all right, yeah, that's it. That was actually, I feel did we, we go, did. I it think was we spent a little less time on this two one. Hours no? 20 Am I crazy? In, including big rules debates. Yeah, I feel like Emperor's no, Children had, had less models, but we spent more time. Down, I want to say so they weird. had more. Oh, they had more? Okay. Um, okay. Or at least more things of interest. I- I'd have to count to be sure to compare, but I think they actually had a little bit more. Not by much. And nowhere near Dark Angels, but a little bit more. And some of the stuff was a little more straightforward. Um, some of these characters at the end were very like, much what you see is what you get with these yeah. boys. Yeah, the Iron Warriors are very straightforward. Yeah. And I was going to say, yeah, and I was gonna say yes. my overall like, this comments... This is a Praetor. His sword is special. Next. Exactly. I was gonna say my overall comments on the Legion is I li- I like them. Like I said, I, I I I despise the fact that everyone runs them in at least in the tri-state area. Um, and it's I, okay because as you can I, see, there are no sworn traitors. Yeah, apparently, Jesus Christ. Um, so that does slightly annoy me. I do kind of hate it when I like see the same army over and over again, despite it being multiple different models. But that being said, it's a really cool army. Like, I ain't gonna shit on someone because it's a really fucking cool army. The Legion rule is pretty solid. The advanced reaction's pretty solid. The special characters that they finally released are pretty great. I really like Kier. I mean, uh, what's his name? Kier? Yeah, I like Kier Vela yeah, a lot. He's a fan favorite. People fucking love him. Oh, well, they've I mean, just come on, that since, melee weapon is. They've loved really him since good. Book 3 released in a long time ago. Like, There's that part of reason mind. why we're all so salty. Yes. Can, it, can he stick himself with a... Yeah, he's got a Cortex controller. So yeah, you stick him with a fucking... Uh, um, oh, what are they called? Uh, he can't uh, a join cyber, a robot cyber. unit. Yeah, join a robot to, unit. No, he can't join them. But he allows you to bring them. Oh, that's weird. Because Cortex controller allowed you to... what? So what allows you to ta- uh, join them? The the rule that Draeger had. Oh, Legionis Cybernetica. Okay. Yeah, they say split that rule up. All right, I didn't know that. All right, all right. Um, overall, I, I, I like the, the, the units are good. The special unit is good. The Legion rules are good. The war gear is good. They're very this is an overall good Legion. Legion. 
because you get again hazard striping although i will admit hazard striping is not too bad if you learn good ways to do it if if, if this is the legion you want you can look up some really good tutorials Very to true. teach you how to do hazard stripes i'm not going to say easy but reasonably easy where you can feel you can get the effect and you can make it look good other than that, their paint scheme is, it, you know, has an overall very nice and easy look if you want it to be that. Their Legion rule is nice and simple. Their units, even their special units, are, are pretty straightforward with what they do. You know, if you're taking Havocs, you have an idea of what they're going to do. Um, if you're taking any of the other things, you know what they're going to do. So you're not going to have to make, um, have to worry about a lot of what I would say are very tough decisions. You still have to be tactical and all, but you should have an idea of, oh, this thing, yeah, this is what it's going to do. This is what this other thing's going to do for me. So um, I think of the ones we've we've went through so far, they feel at least the most um, maybe forgiving is a good way to put it, both in terms of paint and play. Yeah. Yeah. Direct. They're the most direct. All right. No, I agree. They're not a bet. Like, like I said, um, I give them, I'm going to say that I think this is probably the best Legion there is, and everyone else should just give up now because, uh, you know, you really, the sport is built around us. I'm still for Alpha Legion, man. So I love the Alpha Legion. I think Legion. the Alpha Legion is the trickiest. Like, well, no, because I wanted more Mechanicum. Let's be honest. Everything Mechanicum that's not for life the and custodians. that, like, you people can play <laughs> right now. And demons. No. True. But I, listen, can we be honest? Mechanicum I, is some of the I most will, beautiful models in the range. I will agree with you. Like, like Myrmidons are plastic. Yeah. Too bad you can't use them. Too bad you can't like, use the guy, them. The Galatis is the sexiest contemptor there is. Oh, uh, listen, honestly, I, I'll wait. Me, I got sexy units. will look enticing when they're in plastic. I have no interest in dealing with all that resin. I... So again, as the leak... The, and it's the same leaker every single That's time. Virgin. Um, unless he got fired, we don't know. But that leaker has already said that they've been looking at it was Thalax, Ursarax, Castalax, and I don't remember if they said Vorak. I don't think it was Vorax or plastic. But basically, the major three: the Ursarax, which are the double claws; the Thalax, which is your main basic forty mil troop with the it's got a lightning gun on it, and the Castalax, yeah. which is the robot that they're going plastic. Which is why I didn't order them. I, I ordered some Myrmidons because I wanted. I love God. I love the way Myrmidons look. And if they keep that right of war, I might. I for the first time ever, I might not actually just run big robots. I might run Myrmidons just because they, they think switch they look the cooler. plastic, and I'll I'll entertain it. Yeah. Although I still got plenty of other stuff to work on. Well, even so, if you want to take, take, an, take an alliance or take, take yeah. an alliance, take an ally, take an allied attachment, or take a. We'll take a oh, fuck, what are they called? Pravian? I always forget their goddamn name. Pravian. They take a Pravian. And they take a small unit of like, you know, photon yeah. thrusters so you Actually, can AP two and blind. Our, you know? Um on our, our video for Dark Angel, someone because we were talking about their special um Yeah, the Incendio. What was he? Oh, the Incendio. Can't remember for the life of me what he said his plan to use for it was. But I was like, Oh, that's actually a pretty good plan. Oh, I, I like the idea kids. of that. I got The problem is, I got. I have 123 subscriptions. Oh, oh no, I, I got so have to so scroll gotta, down and find us. Oh, uh, the airdro. That's what he said. Using one of those, you can change out the arms a little bit and all, and you know, it kind of has that sort of sort of look to it. And I was like, well, I do have two of those boys coming in. 
that that that's oh yeah that makes okay i do have a pair of those um mostly honestly i got the pair because i wanted the other weapons and i wanted the option i'm still trying to figure out like what size it's supposed to be to me because like to me like the stat line screams thanatar or at least close to a thanatar but like weapons screen it's weird Anywhere from a 60 mil base to yeah. the um, 120 oval, I feel is appropriate. That's a good, yeah, no, I agree. The so 60 and 80, 100, or the 120 oval. Oh, what's funny is you literally Anything just, in that, I think, makes sense. You referenced a Castellax but, and also but, a Thanatar, so that didn't help. But, yes, that's I thing. did. Anywhere, you didn't anywhere help my fucking question. Appropriate. You, you, <laughs> they didn't tell you, so you pick something that makes sense. It Honestly, a lot of it probably depends on what model you use. Depending on what you use is going to depend on the base size you need. Because if you use something True. that's bigger, something closer to a Thanatar, yeah, you're going to need a bigger base. So, yeah. Like, you could use a freaking Death Dread and be like, this is the model. Oh, well, Death Dread's on a 60 mil, so. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I think there's thoughts. a variety there. Thoughts for them. <laughs> um, yeah, Best Legion. Yeah, yeah that's it. Best really. Legion. Hands down. Shut up. You can, we, can, we can wrap up the series right I'll here. Just, listen, I'm just going to paint another fucking three tanks while you deploy. Again. <laughs> I'm going to finish listen, painting Dan, three tanks. Listen, Dan, when there are plastic Castellacs, my toilet goes so much faster because I'm going to be taking so many of those things. Oh, my God. Castellacs. I, I, I just, yeah. I'm hoping that, I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping they become Weapon Skill 4. I'm really hoping they don't still Weapon Skill 3 because that's going to really, really, really suck. Because they lost their AP two, they lost their monstrous creature essentially. So I'm hoping that they at least stay weapons or get to weapon skill four because that's gonna really, really that's one of the biggest right. painful things. Uh, in so, my so opinion. I think that does it for us tonight. And then anyway, um, next one's up closing. is uh, white scars. So that's what we uh, we have to look forward to. And one of these weeks we'll have to get back to discussing other oh, stuff. Yes. We need either for how long this takes us, we probably need a, a separate sort of session for that. So. And that'll do it for us tonight. For next week, the plan is to continue this deep dive into the Legion, so going through White Scars. Ideally, also, I'd like to get another recording out so we can kind of go back through some of the things that we've been neglecting over the last few weeks, including hobby, games played, and just maybe a more overall discussion of what we've been thinking and our thoughts related to both heresy and potentially anything else we've been playing. I know at least on my part, and I think a lot of ours, that's kind of what we've been into. The hope is maybe in the next couple of weeks, we can start branching back into some of the other games that we play. Well, on behalf of everyone here at the show, have some good hobbying and some great gaming.